Hello, Dat Fam. It's Ben Birch here, coming at you for a little bit more of. Oh, yes, Harry Plopper. Thank you so much for checking out Dat Heroic Endeavors. We're currently recording and streaming remotely so we can all be safe during the COVID 19 pandemic. If you're interested, consider joining our Patreon so you can unlock access to these podcast episodes. Get this one week earlier than the rest of the world. Of course, the best way to directly support this podcast is to rate, follow, review, subscribe on iTunes iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, I mean, wherever it is that you're listening to us on. And remember, if you're loving the sounds, the music that immerse you into our game, those are provided by Sirenscape. You can add those sounds and more when you download the Sirenscape desktop or mobile app. The app is $0. Just use the link in the description to let them know that we sent you. Thanks again, and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. It is six o'clock. It is Friday night, and that means it is time for Dragons and Things. We are here to play some Pathfinder 2nd Edition, and it's an exciting one because you're going to recognize some of the people that are here with me tonight uh, from another one of our amazing shows. Uh, first of all, obviously, Diana Restrepro needs no. She's, she's here, uh, you know, carrying the network with her stardom. But we also have Ben Birch. Uh, hanging out with us, we've got Jessica Hayes Nunez and Sam Forbes and Jamie Mills, all from Things in Space fame. <laughs> Super excited to get to play with the Things in Space crew. Uh, it'll be a good time. Looking forward to it. Uh, other than that, we are definitely going to just we're going to play Pathfinder. It's what we do. It's what we do every week, and it's what we're going to do tonight. Uh, but it will be a little bit. I, I've created a whole new mini game for everybody to enjoy tonight, so I can't wait to reveal all of the exciting new mechanics oh, that I came boy. up with this week. I'm so excited! <laughs> all right, here we go. With so much happening in the city of Cavalosha in the past few months, it has been a while since a contract has taken you outside the city. Those who choose the adventuring profession are not known to, for being content to be in one place over long, and that's perhaps why competition was so fierce to sign up for the most recent job, promising to take you out into the wild world and away from the bustle of the capital city. A lot of you were lucky enough to be chosen, and you've been summoned to an HEI conference room, where you await with anticipation to hear what grand mission awaits you outside the city walls. Does some terrible beast stalk the farmlands to the south? Has an ancient temple been unearthed by cultists of a demon lord? Will you have to collect the seven crystals of elemental power and use their power to renew the seal on an ethereal prison of Ker Shabadon, the banished dragon king? You've accomplished so much over the past few months that you're surely about to be assigned to true heroics, the kind of adventures that will make you legends. Oh, the psalms they will sing upon your victory. The answers lie in a mission folder, just now being placed on the table in front of you. The scarred elf administrator opens it and scans the pages for just a moment before looking up at you. Okay, uh, looks like the Tupper Mining Company has some donkeys fall ill and die, and it's causing a dip in productivity. So you're going to be delivering some fresh beasts to the, from the local stables to the mine. On foot, you're looking at two, three days travel, depending on how well you can wrangle the herd. Our liability policy does not cover them as riding as steeds, so please do not attempt to ride any of them. Uh, are there any questions? The administrator awaits a moment to see here if you have any questions. Uh, and then he holds up a hand. He says, oh, wait, I, I've just remembered. You haven't worked with our newest licensees before. After the whole green lady things was resolved, there was an uptick in recruiting. 
we've been assigning new hires alongside more experienced adventurers like yourselves for training purposes. Uh, would you two care to introduce yourselves? He looks at you, Althor, and you... Oh, sorry, I forgot your character's name because I just lent Gwenton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Hey, the name's Althor. Nice to meet you all. Hi! Oh, um, hello. We're doing a good job so far. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the accent. And I'm Gwenton Pleasure. Pleasure to be here. You might think you just met two dwarfs, but you haven't. You've met one dwarf and one dwarf. I don't even know who she is either. Never met before in my entire life. It's a pleasure to meet you, Althor. Where are you from, Gwenton? I'm from the mountains. Are you now? Born there and raised on the rock. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Is that all you got to say? For now, we're going to be spending a lot of time together, it seems, so we'll be able to find out more information as we go. Hey. So, is this competition, or are you guys on a date? Because it's (laughs) so cute, and she, like, ruffles her leaves. I've not... No. No, it's not... No. No, I... I know. (laughs) We've never met. No, just because we're dwarfs doesn't mean we knew each other. Mm-mm. Oh, well, you two seem to talk in unison sometimes, so I thought you were so cute. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I'll tell you what's not ridiculous, though, is the glory and the amazing nature of rock. Hey. If you didn't know, I'm quite a hero. Can save the day when I want to. Already and coming on so strong, are you? We've I, only just met. I am. Uh, soon I'll be the leader. But then I won't want to be the leader. I roll more solo more often. Right. You're such <laughs> a hero and you're going to help us with donkeys. Animals need saving too, Lassie. Uh, Are you raising your hand, boy? uh, Are you even a boy? um, Well, hello. My name's Eric Plopper, and I'm the boy who died. (laughs) Hi. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if we're making introductions, I'm Pika, and she, like, reaches out with her vines and leaves. Those are beautiful! Quite wonderful indeed. You're my favorite so far. (laughs) Harry Plopper, I want to bury you under a giant mountain. (laughs) You could never be risen again. Well, uh, certainly it would be a good uh, attempt. Uh, I've died 48 times, and so I think probably it wouldn't work. (laughs) A mountain would keep you down. I'm very sorry, but there is a very powerful necromancer named Moldavort, and he keeps bringing me back for some reason. So you're some sort of zombie, undead, what? 
uh, and and he he shambles over to Quentin, and he's like, "Oh, oh yes, well, I'm uh, I'm a wizard." Huh. There was a there was a um this this druid that came to to me uh, after one of my deaths and came and they were also a hag and this hag druid said you're a wizard Harry. I don't like you either. <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that. I'm afraid with him. Uh, in fact, I saw him die, be burned, and somehow he's still here. Yeah. And this is Fan Ray. Oh, Can I introduce yes. yourself? I am Fanray of House Methyl. Pleasure. A just introduction. Short and sweet. All right. To business? <sighs> business. To business. Speaking of business, it looks like we have quite a few donations rolling in. The Java Man 1964 gave an edge and a sink to everyone twice over. Everybody's got two edges and two sinks sitting on the table. Uh, Thanks a ton, Java Man 1964. That's awesome. And then Sarah BC1 coming in and giving an edge for the table uh, and a sink for me. So everybody's actually got three edges sitting on the board. And the Except one and me, only Jwomic94 has, re- hey. has subscribed at Tier 1. They've subscribed for 28 months, currently on a 28-month streak. And nice. Jay, says, uh, Jay says, hi, guys. Long time no see. I've missed y'all. Oh, hey, we missed you, you too, Jay. Missed, missed, you. missed you So great to see you. So, uh... The, the the administrator who's who's been sort of standing there while you guys all introduce each other and he keeps consistently rolling his eyes every single time Harry Plopper talks. Uh, he looks at the rest of you and says, "So, do you understand the nature of your assignments? Are you are you good? Do you have any questions before uh, you set out? Can we read it first? Can you what? Read it. Read what? The assignment." Oh, yes, of course. Sure. Yes. Uh, The the folder uh, has a map of the area with you. You can see that it has like the Tupper Mining Company uh, camp marked up in the mountains. Uh, It's probably going to be a wonderful trip for Alfor. You see that uh, the Tupper Mining Company, again, that they seem to be reporting that a number of their uh, mules that they use to haul Mithracite ore out of the mines in the in the Drake Ridge Mountains have uh, recently fallen ill and and died. And they require, in order to keep up uh, ore productivity, uh, they they need they need new mules. And you have been commissioned to to get the mules to the camp safely. Is there anything on how or why the old mules died? There does not appear. It, it, they, they almost seem to gloss over that point. Uh, it, it just mentions um, uh, very briefly that there was there has been a, a reduction, a, a fatal reduction in the herd in the herd size, and they need they need fresh beasts of burden. It does not go into any details specifically. Uh, and do we know anything about the Tupper Mining Company? That will depend on a society check. Or anything related to like, if you have like a lore that's related to business or mercantilism or anything I like do. that, you can use that I instead. I have that. Sure, I, go ahead. I Whichever one's better for you. <clears throat> mm. 
That is a 22 total. It would either be mercantile lore or uh, society. They're the same for me. Sure. You know, the Tupper Mining Company. Uh, 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 oh, Harry Plopper has something to uh, say. I uh, <laughs> Harry Plopper got a 25 on society. Oh, it oh. gives me any more if that's like a critical success or something. Maybe oh, I was buried there one time or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know that the Tupper Mining Company actually operates several... Um, several sites in the Drake Ridge Mountains uh, where Mithrasite is mined. Most of it uh, actually gets processed and shipped down to Vantum, which is a city far, far to the south. Um, in this area, you guys are basically in northern Thaspir, and in northern Thaspir, they're the primary mining company that operates. They're not the only one, but they're the biggest one that operates um, in, in this area. Um, it looks like just looking at the the the, the map uh, that you're uh, again the the estimate of two to three days worth of travel, depending on how fast you're able to move, is probably pretty accurate. Uh, and you know that the operation is very likely to to involve like like they probably have like their own mining camp where the miners actually stay for a majority of the working season before they will go back to their their villages and towns. Uh, to, to spend their off time. So it's very likely that you're transporting these creatures to a place where most of these people like live and work here at this mining site. Okay. Uh, would you say you, you were mentioning that we have to climb up a whole bunch of uh, rocky mountains uh, to get to this, to this place. Would you say level of difficulty just out of curiosity? Uh, chances are, if you can deliver them to the camp itself, uh, you don't actually have to do a lot of difficult climbing. The camp is probably at a lower elevation than the mines themselves. Uh, mm. So you'll probably, it'll actually probably be relatively easy travel for you two, uh, especially the two dwarves who are, who are used to mountain travel probably would have no trouble with this at all. In fact, maybe that's why you were even chosen for this particular job because it won't be very difficult for you. Well, to be honest with you, I was looking forward to more of a challenge uh, when it came to that specifically. But but easy is also fine. You're looking over at the the girl made of leaves, and you wonder if a, a more difficult challenge would have been wise. <laughs> she might be a little too fragile for such rough and rigorous training like you're used to. She is very small, but I am not very small, and I could easily carry her on my back. True. Oh, I've been carried before. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Hey. Shall we go on? We shall. Okay. Follow Althor. <laughs> walk out. <of> the <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I think I hate you as much as I hate Harry Plopper. <laughs> Fair. So, we'll for this scanning the. <laughs> Further scanning the documents in the folder, you realize that you actually aren't going to have to start out hurting much of anything. Uh, you are actually to take the main road east out of the city until you get to a place some of you may be familiar with from some past contracts uh, called Mester's Ferry. At the ferry, the mules uh, and yourselves will be transported across Lake Cavalas, and from that point, you will... Uh, sort of drive them up into the mountains till you until you get to the Tupper Mining Company camp. Uh, so for the first leg of your journey is actually relatively easy. And it's really good that it's so easy because as you move, you realize that one member of your party seems to move at about one third less the speed than the rest of you are able to. Uh, every once in a while, you look back 
and you see you see this little rotting boy just shambling along behind you. <laughs> uh, you frequently have to stop to to let him catch up to you. Uh, but uh, as you set out along the main eastern road, uh, you, it's just a few miles until you come to the docks of the ferry that run across, across Lake Cavalas. Some of you, uh, again, you might actually know Harvey Mester himself from a previous contract. I believe Keepa was on the ship before, uh, at the very least. Um, but even if you have never met Mr. Mesker uh, or Captain Mesker, you would have at least heard about the ill-fated voyage your compatriots took, about, took across the lake with a murderous doppelganger on board. You hope that your journey today will involve much less bloodshed. You climb aboard the steamboat, the Cloud Skip, and the lizard folk crew shoot you, uh, show you about, including letting you, letting you inspect your cargo. Ten gray mules stand idly in the hold, munching on strewn hay. The journey across the lake is a mere three hours. It is pleasant and uneventful. There are a few other passengers, some of them quite interested to hear tales from a band of adventurers. They seem to think that you must be off to slay some eldritch beast, and their confusion is quite evident what they once they realize that you're just taking the mules. You disembark on the far side of the lake, <laughs> and the mules are unloaded from the belly of the ship. From there, it is up to you to get them to the mines themselves. Now here's where we get into my fun mule herding minigame. <laughs> so for, for all of you following along at home, here's how it'll work. Moving the herd of mules is best done by dividing yourselves into two teams, uh, and both those teams will work together uh, to, to get the mules forward, okay? Every time, every every part of your, every leg of your journey is going to come in two phases that require uh, a, two different checks. There's a scouting check made by one team that rides ahead of the mules, and then there's a movement check made by the team running behind the mules to drive them forward. Uh, the scouting team uh, is responsible for finding the best paths and avoiding complications and danger. This team is going to be using survival or perception as they make checks at the start of each phase. The second team, the ones moving behind the herd, are making sure that the mules remain together and driving them forward. This team is going to be using nature or intimidation to keep the mules in line. If things go poorly in that second phase, you may have to react quickly to resolve any complications that arise. Anybody from any team can choose to go respond to those complications, and the skills needed are going to vary depending on the situation that you find yourselves in. Uh, however, from, uh, at that point, it is totally up to you to, to figure out how you want to divide yourselves. Um, you can do you know, three forward and two behind, or, or the opposite. Um, each team is going to roll a single check, regardless of the number of people on it, uh, but you're going to add the skill bonus of each person on the team to the total. So, for example, if you're using uh, survival to scout ahead, one person on the, on the scouting team is going to roll that survival check, but everybody who's a part of that team is going to add their survival bonus to the result. Um, because of this, you're going to be dealing with DCs that are just a little bit higher than average, but by working together, they're going to be attainable. Uh, and uh, between phases, you can decide to switch teams. So if you're riding and if you're if you're scouting ahead and you decide that you don't want to do that anymore, after each leg of the journey, you can redivide yourselves however you want. So you've just stepped off the ferry. Uh, you know, looking at the map that Pipa has in the in the fold in the mission folder, you need to move uh, north and east along uh, along the road 
to, to at least for the first leg of your, your first day, uh, you expect very little trouble uh, as you're still very close to the capital city. And this is a fairly tame and, and uh, well-regulated area. Uh, I guess the first question I need to know is who is on, wait, what, how are you dividing yourselves up? Who's, who's scouting ahead? Who is driving the mules? Let's figure this out. Well, well, before we go ahead, so I think that's going to say, we have a raid from Dead Sea Gamer. Hey, wow. we're getting raided. Thank you. And okay, I'm in for life has donated $50 a mercy for the players. Dang, oh, mercy thank for you, everybody. Thank and you. The that's wild, a lot of bonuses on the board. Wow. And the wild ferret has become the bit box battle box uh, and has given the hero point to Sam. Sam. <laughs> you know, I, since Sam and Jess, you guys are the ones with the, the hero points, I want to note how those work because it's a little bit different from the way they work on things in space. Uh, hero point is just a reroll. You can, okay. uh, you roll and you are like, uh oh, that doesn't look like it'll be very well. You can use your hero point to reroll. You also can spend all the hero points you have if you are dying. Uh, you can spend all of your hero points to immediately stabilize and not gain the wounded condition, which is something that happens if you are dying. So uh, you can you can also use it to save your own life if required. We've also been resubbed by the Wild Ferret for 27 months. Woo! That's like eight Thank years. You. Wow. And Rob and gifted a sub to Kiragari. So, uh, nice, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like eight years. <laughs> I like it. Uh, if, so first of all, right when you guys see, we get off of the, off of the ferry and you just see that Harry is kind of lingering behind and looking at the lake. Um, and he's just staring at it kind of intently. I'm staring at Harry Plopper and murmuring a small prayer just to myself to stay sane around his presence. I'll walk up to him. (laughs) (laughs) And I punch him in the arm. (laughs) What are you doing? Uh, It's just that I've, I've, um, I've been found dead 12 times in that lake, and it was weird going across it and not being in it. So, um... You slowed us down the whole way here and now you're slowing us down again. Oh, um, well, I've actually thought of something. Um, I could stay behind the mules and, and scare them forward going, ah! I, I think it might work. Finally, mules do seem particularly uneasy around you, Harry Plopper. <sighs> Finally contributing, I see. I was thinking about staying in the back of the mules as well. I'm good with animals. Yeah. I, for one, would not like to step in anything they might leave behind, so I will scout ahead. Hmm. I can go either way. As could I. Suppose, um... Suppose I'll, I'll be in the back. I'll be in the back. I'm good with animals as well. Harry and the two dwarves! Uh, Sorry, buds. Uh, you really could go either way with this. Obviously, yeah. I had mentioned splitting up three and two. However, you really don't have to do that. Uh, you could leave Fan Ray on her own as a scout if you feel like feel like she's good enough to handle that on her own. You could just uh, throw all of your weight into the into driving these guys and hoping that you can get them quickly and safely to your destination. That is an option. For you. It's a little dangerous because obviously that leaves uh, Fan Ray by herself, but she does seem pretty capable. Hmm. 
I would look at Fan Ray because I know I have a really good intimidation. So I'd go, Fan Ray, what do you think? Would you like some company? Or should I just go in the back and give them all company? You know, Peepa, uh, I've never felt safer than when I'm with you. I would like you by my side. Okay. All I appreciate right. that. So having divided yourselves up, uh, Peepa and Fanray, you guys ride ahead of the mules, uh, making sure that the roads and the paths that you're trotting are the ones that are going to be the safest and quickest. Uh, and as you ride ahead, I would like you, uh, either Peepa or Fanray, to go ahead and make, uh, you can choose which skill you want to use, survival or perception. I vote perception. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so you guys are making a perception check. Uh, one of you is going to roll the check, but the other person is also going to add that perception bonus to the result, so. Danny, you want to roll? Sure. You do it. Okay, here we go. Hey, uh, hey, Jim. Can I send yeah? my falcon to help them scout ahead? Falcon? Has, falcon. Has uh, the falcon would... been with us the whole time? Yes. <laughs> was it a secret pouch falcon? No, it was not a pouch falcon. <laughs> falcon! <laughs> it was a cult falcon. <laughs> His name is Bobbly. I would say that um, because the the falcon really can't communicate with other people, um, I would imagine that you might have yeah. certain specific signals with it that you would be able to be like, oh, okay, well, it spotted danger or whatever. So if you were on the forward team, I would say you could use the Falcon to scout, but from the rear, because like it just, it can't pass a message to Fan Ray or people. Sounds great. So, cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep him with me. All right, so <laughs> I got a, Ouch. I'm gonna use an edge. Uh oh. I uh, rolled a six plus my eight, and I'm gonna use one edge. So that's, uh, what's that, 15? I'll give you an edge as well. 16, then okay. my seven. So Plus seven. 23. 23. Yeah. 23, sweet. <clears throat> so you both start riding ahead on the road. Um, and... <sighs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, you start riding ahead. And you notice that there is quite a bit of traffic. Uh, there are st you're still relatively close to civilized uh, territory. There's a lot of carts moving back and forth, and you don't quite spot it in time before you actually get stuck, sort of in a bit of a, a not a, not really a traffic jam. There's not really a traffic jam so much. It's that, like there's just a lot of traffic, and and some of it seems stopped up ahead, and you realize it's because there's a major part of the road this near to the city that is, has been blocked off. Um, and it looks like there's a crew uh, perhaps uh, uh, re replacing some of the, the cobblestones that make up the road this close to the city. Uh, and it's creating quite a bit of a challenge for people moving forward. And you realize that you're not actually going to be able to take this road at all. You're going to have to, there are parallel roads, but you're going to have to not only just or moving the herd around this, but then back tracking it and getting it onto one of these parallel roads. It's going to be a little bit of an issue. You, you just got to hope that, that your, your companions can drive the mules very well. Unfortunately, your result was a failure. Oh. Because of failure, 
your your companions on their check on this next check to, to actually drive the herd is going to take a uh, minus one penalty. Uh, so you guys weren't able to spot the the road work ahead, and now you've got to turn the whole group of mules around, and they don't that you know they're they're getting distracted by all the activity in the area, and it's just it's it's a little bit distracting for them, so they're they're going to be a little bit uh, more ornery than usual. So now, as you guys sort of turn yourselves around, uh, so that you can go back to the last fork in the road and and take one of the parallel roads. I'm going to need the driving team to choose either nature or intimidation nature. and make that check as well. Nature. Nature. I have zero in intimidation. Nature. Uh, so nature. <laughs> Na- definitely nature. I have all intimidation. One of y'all you and maybe we should be in the back next time. <laughs> we can switch at any time. That's one of the rules. <laughs> yeah, after after you get through this particular hurdle, you guys can redivide yourselves if you think this won't go as well for you. <laughs> I, have... I just always saw Harry at the back, so uh, you know. So nature, nature, nature. I have PTSD about uh, Je- uh, Ben being a cheater DM, so. I'm <laughs> So, Jessica, do you want to roll for us? You know what? I'd be happy to. Uh, hmm, 14. 14. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, Sam, you're adding your bonus to nature. Five. Five. So, four sets, 19 total. And then you said you've got a five as well, Harry Plopper? Yes, I do. Hmm. Now, minus one, because you're, you're in a really distracting situation and the mules are getting really antsy. And then... Because you guys are trying to coax them along and trying to be nice to the mules, and they seem especially uneasy around Harry Plopper, I'm going to apply an additional minus two penalty to a nature check because they just, like, they are so antsy around him and he causes them so much anxiety that they don't want to, like, listen as well as they normally do. Uh, So that brings your total to a 21. Jess, did you add your nature score? I sure did. No. What did you roll? Not a great number. <laughs> as I rolled an eight. The, oh. As you get the herd turned around and they start moving along, you note that two of them, especially over where Harry Plopper is, he's trying to like, come on, friends, let's go. I'm Harry Plopper. Hello, um, I'm my name's Harry Plopper. I'm the boy who died. They can't understand you. And and they just bolt. Like, they start <gasps> running away. And you realize that you're going to have to stop and go get these, these mules before... Because they're just running away from him. Uh, so, at this point, uh, anybody can choose to go after them if you want. They're, and they're running pretty hard. Uh, chasing them down with an athletics check. Anybody who would like to attempt that. Uh, and in terms of how many mules, let's see. Yep, two of them have bolted off from the pack. So you've got two of them that have split off and you've got to go chase them down. I have a uh, negative one. There's no do. way. I can I scream at them. I'd like to do it. Yeah, oh, um, everyone, hello, my name's Harry Plopper. We know. I'll go to, yes. No. <laughs> you stay here. Let the dwarves go take care of it. Can Quiet, I use my edges? Can I use my yes, edges for this absolutely. as well? Okay, great. Absolutely, so yeah. These are just spell checks you could use. Be... <laughs> Ooh, an ad? Okay. Let's I'll go. use two of my edges Ooh. as well. Oh, this is so bad. 25. Ooh, 25. Okay. okay. Uh, so you see, you see that Gwenton just like 
head like gets into like a uh, 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 racing stance and just goes like bolting after these and just like ooh, 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 <laughs> and almost like leaps onto one of these mules as it's running <laughs> away uh, and easily catches up to the first one. Yeah. Uh, how does Althor do? I got a 14. <laughs> 14. Uh, you, you try uh, to match her her sheer athleticism, maybe feeling a little threatened as the clear leader of the group as she just like barrels down on one of these things. Uh, so you overextend yourself just a little bit too much uh, and you, you can't quite catch this thing. And unfortunately, you are now fatigued. Ooh. Perfect. <laughs> uh, you can continue trying. Uh, at this point, Gwenton, uh, uh, you've, you've caught up to this mule and you've got it and you can start leading it back to the herd to, to regroup with your companions, but you can see that the other one is still uh, still bolting away okay. from Althor and he's looking a little winded and you're not sure he's going to be able to catch up to it. So anybody is free to react to this however they choose. Can I yell, Althor, did you see that? Your <laughs> reactions to show off? <laughs> it, it was a good move. I overextended myself, which means I was going too fast. If did you need me to catch the second one as well? Uh, you could help out a little bit. Maybe your falcon could help you on this round. Ah, good idea. Scout ahead, Bobbly. I'll, I'll try. I'll try again. <laughs> I, okay. okay. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to try again, it's just another athletics check uh, to see if you can catch it as it as it continues to just run away from you. Oh. <laughs> I got a, I got a fourteen again. <laughs> 14. Uh, yeah, I mean it is it is like almost like you almost get your hand on its flank and then it bolts and it just it clearly seems to like understand that it's just naturally faster than you and it almost like lets you catch it and then bolts again and it's just this really maddening game of almost getting it and at this point you're just like flat out exhausted you realize that somebody else like you're gonna have to ask for help. <laughs> Hey. Uh, <laughs> I think the the undead boy is scaring away. I would have gotten it if he wasn't around. I'll um, sit down. <laughs> is anybody else? You guys could see that, like, he obviously Althor needs help. Who else wants to to step up there? Fan obviously, uh, at this point. Um, uh, Gwen has, has led her mule back to the herd. It seems to be calm uh, and it is ready to, to move on. So, yes, Henry. Mr. Plopper. <laughs> oh, um, hello, everyone. My name's Eric Plopper. Uh, I'm the boy who died. Um, so, I could make sounds and try and corral it back into an area and might Wait. help somebody to get their check done if I were to uh, bring it closer to us. Listening to you speak is more exhausting than chasing after this mule. <laughs> it seems that only that, that your energy alone is making them run off in anxiety. So um, is there any way you can uh, keep your energy inside? Maybe that will bring them closer. Jim Jam, I cast ghost sound. Okay. Oh, that's gonna work. <laughs> on on the far side of the mule to make it okay, like, sure. I, I buy it. Um, what is your spell DC? My spell DC is 16. 16, okay. 
So yeah, the mule like suddenly hears this horrifying sound on the other side and it was running away from her and it immediately like stops and like turns direction and begins running back towards. You realize that indeed somebody will still have to go after it, but it might be a little bit easier to corral it now that it doesn't want to run directly away from you. Uh, Fanray will take a shot. Sure. Athletics. Go catch it. Yeah, athletics. Uh, that's a natural 20, 25. Nice. Yeah. Uh, not, no problem. Uh, perhaps it really was Harry Plopper's quick thinking that no. helped you corral this beast. <laughs> no. Or perhaps it was just a fluke. <laughs> perhaps you're just that good. Uh, but you do manage to, to very quickly catch up to the second mule. You lead it back to the team. Uh, it looks like all the mules are now accounted for and safe, though you can see that Althor is is having some trouble. Just so you know, Althor, um, <laughs> you're going to be taking a minus one status penalty to armor class and saving throws. Okay. Uh, and you, can, you recover from being fatigued after a full night's rest. So for the rest of the day, it's going to be, it's an, you're just, it's a little too winded. It was yeah. obviously because of the, the dead boy's energy, but obviously. hopefully... <laughs> Hopefully you'll be able to get it together. Uh, you managed to round the herd back to the, the nearest fork in the road uh, and begin your journey anew. Uh, and as you start this, as, be, as you reroute yourselves, um, you can choose to redivide yourselves amongst the teams or you could just carry on and, and start those scouting checks. Let's put the boy up front. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you staying in the back? Hey, is that all right? Do you have that, another suggestion? No, I just wanted to know if you'd like to take your falcon out of its pouch, uh, put him to good work. But if you'd like to stay in the back, <laughs> you're more than welcome to. Hey, it's a solid idea. I can come up front if you'd like. I think we should switch. Let's try switching. Right, let's go to the back. Uh, all right. You heard her. <laughs> All right, Pipa. I'll listen to you in your connection with nature. Thanks. So by my count, that puts... You just flip in the teams directly, so you're going to have um, the three in the yep. middle up front and then Fanray and Pipa in the back. Sounds yes. good. Harry so as you, as you... What was that? <laughs> Harry and the two dwarves. I'm thinking of a rock and roll song in my head that's like, <laughs> Harry and the two dwarves. <laughs> That sounds like a Thorman. Harry and the Toads Wops. So Harry and the Two Dwarves <laughs> begin scouting out this reroute, uh, seeing if they can do a little bit better of pathfinding after the <gasps> relative disaster that was your previous attempt. Um, go ahead and make, you can again, choose survival or perception for the team. And then everybody add their bonuses. Since you have your your Falcon Scout, I will allow you to make a nature check. And if your nature check is successful, you'll get an additional plus two bonus to navigating since we'll be able to pick out threats uh, thanks to your Falcon friend. Wow. They are all the same for me, so... uh, Uh, I would prefer perception. Right. Uh, Sam, why don't you roll this one? But nature. Nature's... (laughs) Is it uh, just nature for me, or do we all have to choose nature? Uh, your your check to try to use your falcon is a separate check, Got so it. you can use you could use perception, but then still try that try for that extra bonus with a nature check using your falcon. Cool. Oh, 
It doesn't so matter. What did you say was best for you, Jessica? Perception. Oh, it doesn't matter. Perception? Both so are you, fine. Okay. Yeah. I got a 14 on the die. Um, my nature is five. So Okay. So yeah, that's a success. You're going to additional plus two bonus on your check. Okay. Gotcha. To scout. So now, uh, the and then who's making the actual check for the the scouting? I think Sam is because okay. he doesn't right. trust my dice roll. Apparently, <laughs> well, doesn't I trust a, you. Uh, no one I does. That. Rolled great for the plus two. I rolled a six on the actual roll. <laughs> All right. Well, let's math it out. <laughs> uh, so we're using perception. So I have a five. Oh. So um, eleven so far. Eleven plus two is thirteen so far. Plus five, so eighteen. Mm-hmm. Eighteen, Jess. <laughs> Mine was bad. <laughs> what's your perception? So what, what's, what's your perception? You're just adding your perception bonus. Right. So, so uh, eleven total. No, you're you're uh, you're just. Your what's, what do you? What's your perception bonus? What do you add? To oh, perception? plus six. Just kidding. Plus six. So so you guys were at eighteen. Plus six brings you up to twenty four. There we go. You realize you that it's a any- really good thing that that Althor has this falcon friend. Um, because it becomes quickly apparent that um, you are approaching a uh, uh, the Braywater River, which is a, a the river that actually feeds Lake Cavalas that you uh, rode the ferry across, and uh, the Juniper Bridge that you were hoping to take uh, is actually um, uh, broken, and you're unable to take it. So you realize. Uh, before it get, before you get too too far along your journey, you realize you're going to have to find a better crossing. Um, there are many other crossings, uh, but uh, it is actually because of because of that that bonus that the Falcon gave you that you just eek by and manage to find a, a crossing that's going to be uh, relatively safe for yourselves and for the mules. So now to drive them over the crossing and through the river, that'll come, you know, it, it, it's still, you know, a couple feet deep, but it's not too dangerous here. Uh, the rock, uh, the rocks here make it a fairly easy crossing. Um, all you guys need to do in the back is make a nature or intimidation check to drive them across the water. Intimidation. Intimidation, definitely. All right. Yes. So you're basically just screaming at the mules, get across <laughs> the water. Bad you roll over there. You roll this time. You want me to roll? Okay. Yeah. Ooh, buddy. All right. Uh, oh, okay. 17 on the die, plus seven for my intimidation. 24. Add nine to that. Woo. That's 33. Four plus what? Nine. Nine. I've got I intimidating glare as one of my feats. <laughs> so nice. 33. Damn. is a success. <laughs> yes! Uh, basically just standing behind the mules, screaming at them to get across the water and stop wasting your time. You yes. managed to drive all of them successfully across the water. None of them break off. None of them slip on the rocks. Uh, they are now all safely on the other side of the river, allowing you guys to continue your journey as the first day <laughs> comes to a close. Yay! It's been exhausting, but you made it, and now it is time for some well-earned rest. You set up camp in an area where the mules will be able to graze as they please and have yourselves a hearty meal to recharge before you go to sleep and rest up for another day of travel in the morning. Suddenly, however, you begin to hear shouting. It's not angry, panicked shouting. These are the sounds of loud revelry. Soon after, there are flashes of multicolored light, cracks of arcane energy, and whoops of laughter. 
the mules are starting to get a little nervous. Mm-hmm. And you have a bad feeling that not only is this going to continue, but get more intense unless you do something. The sounds uh, and lights and and the raucous seems to be coming from maybe a, a hundred yards to the to the west of where you're camped. Um, and as it gets darker, uh, it just it keeps keeps going. Like somebody's having a huge party over there. And as as the flashes and the bangs get louder and and more intense, you can you can just see the mules are starting to stamp and snort and like it's it's not going to go well if you don't get this under control. What do you do? Um, we need to go talk to them. Or talk to the mules. Mm. It's also an option. Um, uh, I could um, maybe uh, provide a little bit of uh, soothing sounds to try and drown out what's happening over there. And maybe we can send someone who's uh, uh, charismatic, perhaps, to go and uh, calm down this uh, party that's happening. I can also make soothing sounds. Would you like to do it together? (laughs) Sure. We can make our own band. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> what? Yes, Ben. Harry. Yes, hello. My name's Harry Plopper. We're you aware. Like, would you like me to go talk to the, uh, the folks over there? Mm, if you oh, were to Ray. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm, no, 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 no. Uh, I agree. Fan Ray. I don't want you to go, but I also don't want you to stay. Perhaps we should should bury you until morning. It's a ghost. (laughs) Can you bury a ghost? He's not a ghost. ghost. He's He's a zombie. zombie. But you're like kind of a ghost. No, no, no. Just because I made ghost sounds. uh, And the boy who died. Yeah, 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 yeah. It actually would make Un- a lot more sense undead. if you were a ghost in terms of Harry Potter lore. Uh, Fanray, do you think you uh, you could do the honors of, of maybe um, uh, offering uh, for this group over there to, to quiet down as they're uh, causing a problem for us? Sure, I will uh, see what I can do. I'll go with you. I'm very diplomatic. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Althor. Uh, message on the both of you so you can tell us what's going on. Ah, <laughs> perfect. Thank you. Lossy. And I guess we'll head over there. Okay. Uh, so you go tromping off through the woods. Uh, it's just the two of you? Here's yes. Gonna, uh, go behind and sneak behind and just kind of like <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Um, so you begin making your way towards the, the loud sounds, noises, and lights. Um, and the three of you eventually come within sight of what is causing all of this commotion. Uh, there is another camp not too far away from where your own is. And there's a large bonfire here and maybe half a dozen young men throwing a bit of a party in the woods. Bottles of liquor pass from hand to hand. A table of food stands in disarray near the fire. And occasionally, one of the young men will fire off a spell at nearby rocks to the whooping applause of his compatriots. As you approach, things calm down somewhat and one of the young men staggers towards you. He's wearing robes with a patch on the breast that says STU. Says, yeah, what's up? Who are you? Uh, do I know what that patch stands for? Make a society check. 
that is a total of 18. 18, yeah. Almost definitely. Uh, these are uh, young men who are almost definitely students at Seven Towers University, far, far to the south in Vantum. Uh, at this time of year, it is very likely that they are on some kind of a, a hiatus or semester break, and they are out here letting off a bit of steam. Uh, there are a lot of, of, of especially rich families from Cavalosha that will send people down to Vantum for school. I mean, it's a, it's a very prestigious school and it's a very uh, expensive school. So uh, a lot of the noble families send their, their children off to Vantum every year to go to school. Give me your name, boy, and perhaps I'll give you mine. <laughs> yeah, okay. Name's Brego. <laughs> what? What's your name? Althor. Cool, man. Cool. We've got a set of mules that we've been escorting, and your loud ruckus is upsetting them. Mules? Aye. A donkey. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I know what a mule is, man. We're just kind of like wondering what that has to do with us. Maybe you could like, like you did it. move your camp <laughs> away. We were here. We've been here like all day, and like this is kind of like our spot. So I don't really know. What are you doing out here? We're having a party, man. You can come join us. Is <laughs> a party more important than the moving of the donkey? Hell yeah, bro. This party's so important. I see that you're casting some spells into the mountainside. Do you think you can break the rock? Because you can't. <laughs> oh, boy. It's sturdy. Solid. No amount of fire or magic will break it down. <laughs> I don't know which skill you're going for, but you can choose... And you can make an intimidation or diplomacy or deception, maybe check. Whatever can, I roll, I'll let you pick. It'll be at negative one. Oh. <laughs> That's my charisma. Oh. Are you saying that I'm more charismatic than Alpha? <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm rolling diplomacy, and I rolled a four on the die, so three is my total. Wow! Wow! I was all ready to sink, but I don't have to because you have critically failed by a lot. <laughs> like standing there talking about how you can't break rocks with magic and this guy's like bro you think i can't break a rock you think i can't break a rock and he starts like casting a spell in front of him. he's like i'll show dog melt a rock and he's like you can see this bead of fire growing between his hands um and then he like stumbles and 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 coughs at the last moment and he's just so angry as this fireball launches and Maybe he meant to shoot it past all of you, but when he coughs, he like almost throws it down at the ground right between all of you, and there is a massive explion and I need Fanray, Althor, and Harry Plopper to I make a very important behind. I said I was a very behind. important reflex save I said I was hiding behind I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to use my edges. I'm going to use one of my edges, uh, and that's going to be 22. I'm going to use 
I'm gonna use all three of my edges. Jamie, you're so badass. Uh, my total is eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Thirteen. Okay. Well, I'm gonna sink Harry Plopper. I was to make that a failure. I was hiding behind. <laughs> oh my god, that's a lot of dice. Oh, oh okay. so many dice. Here comes forty-nine. Nah, it's not that bad. 13, 15, uh, 15 plus uh, 19 is the total amount of damage. So Man, that's Althor, pretty bad. I'll take my Althor, mercy. Althor and Fanray, both of you succeeded on your reflex saves. Uh, you are going to take half damage, so you're only going to take uh, 10 points of damage. Uh, Harry Plopper, who was trying to remain unseen behind... Uh, you, you notice just a little bit too late and you're just standing there as the fire washes over all of you. As this happens, all of the guys in the camp begin to absolutely panic. You see the guy uh, who, who actually like threw the fireball is like backing away from, he's like, oh, oh no, oh shit, oh God. They all panic and just like begin running. Uh, away from this camp. Uh, just just absolute uh, anarchy as they scatter, as you guys all try to pick yourselves up, uh, coughing and, and smoking and smoldering. Um, they've scattered, but obviously some of you may be in a little bit of trouble. I don't know how Harry Plopper's doing. Uh, Jim Jam, are any of them dead? Uh, no, none of them are dead. So I can't eat any of them. So it's a little harder. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how I yeah. feel. Is I eat dead face. Good. Yeah, carry on. Scary. <laughs> but they're gone now. Oh yeah, they just they just book it. In fact, some of them don't even like physically run away. You see they hastily cast spells and just like disappear in flashes of light as as everybody just scatters in a panic, leaving the camp completely abandoned. Well, did the oh. dude in, is the dude in front of us still there? Did he also No, they they've all left. They've all gone. Disappeared or ran off or turned into mist and floated away on the wind. Maybe not our smoothest uh, use of a plan, but at, we would never have gotten all this cool stuff. Jim, what's in the camp? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, there are some bottles of wine, uh, plenty of whiskey. Uh, there's enough food for, to. I mean, if you, uh, so most of it's pretty scorched, but you, you scrape off the, the burnt bits and you got like half a roasted turkey and, with the turkey uh, alive, bread and cheese. Uh, I'm sorry, it's been alive. It's been dead for a long time, unfortunately. <laughs> I will say, Harry Plopper, it. that as as you are like casting, <laughs> you can make a perception check to see if anything, anything might have died in this the in the blast. This is a good call. I will do that. That's going to be an eighteen perception, and I have dark vision. Eighteen. You you do so. You actually find a. Um, uh, uh, a small uh, group of, of charred squirrels uh, oh. <laughs> that have all like fallen out of a tree nearby and just begin like ravenously eating them. Uh, it'll count as one corpse worth one of, corpse. of dead squirrel. All right, fair. 
All right. Hey, Pet have four points of healing comes back as you just see that Harry is just like fur and all stuffing these squirrels into his mouth. Is there anything else cool in the camp? Uh, not really. <laughs> Uh, except for the food and the booze, they didn't seem to be carrying much in the way of treasure with them. I would like at... to get an Sorry, arms God. full of food and booze. Sure. Sure. Same. Uh, and yeah, I think once we've gathered all that, we'll take it all back to our camp. Sure. So you gather up uh, what you can, uh, head back to your camp. Uh, those of you who are back at the camp see the singed and smoking forms of your companions come stumbling in from the woods. Uh, you don't hear. There was one brilliant flash, and for a moment you thought for sure, like, maybe they'd started some kind of a forest fire. Like, it looked really bad for a moment. But ever since then, it's been really, really quiet. And Did the mules get upset from the big flash? They were, but because, because the two of you had stayed back to soothe them with their music and your calm words, they actually don't panic. Uh, so it's a good thing that you stayed back. Otherwise, they may well have just scattered into the night, making a whole disaster of trying to, to regroup them. Mm. Uh, but eventually, yeah, your companions come stumbling back out of the woods. For a moment, you think that, like, whatever disease Harry Plopper had must have, like, passed on to, to all the other two because they're just, like, shambling in a daze back towards you. Uh, but then you realize they're just very badly burned and <laughs> otherwise alive. <laughs> What, what on earth happened? I scared them away. <laughs> Do you also have a dynamite inside your cloak? No, it was a spell that went off and, well, they all went running. You have spells? I, I draw magic from the energy and the strength of the mountains. The dog calls BS. <laughs> <laughs> wow, just because the dog made his sense mode overall doesn't mean else <laughs> Well, at least they're gone, I, it seems. it's You've got them quiet? I guess so. Fanray, are you okay? Just a little burnt, uh, but we did bring back some food and drink, uh, and apparently a difference of opinion of what happened but uh we i am fine yes uh do you need anything um to feel better i, I think i have some elixir in uh my my bag over here um no. i think i'll be fine with some sleep thank you mm, okay all right i'm gonna Good walk night. over to fan ray and just be like just let, i'll heal you but let's go over there and i just kind of point to like a little bit farther away from the group I'll follow Peepa. <laughs> Eric Poplar. She, she looks ah. like when she gets angry. I'll sit down and start eating and drinking. Okay. Uh, ah, you. you brought booze. <laughs> <laughs> so as you... As you three uh, share the, the food and drink that you recovered from the other camp, Pipa and Fan Ray go off a little distance away. And just, what happens? I just sit her down and I'm going to um, use a medicine check on her sure. um, to heal her. And then I would uh, talk to her while we're doing this and be like, and just say like, um, uh, I wrote 15 plus my eight. 
Okay. So that is a success. That's going to re- uh, repair 2d8 points uh, for, wow. for Van Ray. Great. Let me grab a magazine. So that'll be uh, five points. I could do more if you want me to with the no, spell. No, 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 no. That's actually, that's more than enough. Okay. And then so I think people I have- like... Sorry. Breaks open some of her her leaves and like squeezes out some aloe onto her onto her hands and then starts rubbing aloe over your burns. <laughs> you feel quite a bit better after she's done. And I'm like, Van right by your um, reaction, do we need to worry about Althor? Because I you got hurt again. Yes, I don't think we actually need to worry about him. We'll keep an eye on him. He is new and thinks he is very strong. Um, he is I, quite cocky. One might say that, yes. He also has a weird obsession with rocks and mountains. And I mean, I've known a few dwarves, but this takes it to a new level. Hmm. And what about that zombie boy? Do we have to worry about him too? <laughs> we always have to worry about him. <gasps> Gosh, I just wish he would just die permanently and we wouldn't have to see him again. Sorry. No, it's quite all right. I feel the same way. Uh, But we should keep our eye on this group because we do have some new recruits with us and, uh, you know, Harry. So (laughs) I would like to get as much money as possible out of this job. So let's try to keep them in line. Okay, sounds good. So you're feeling better, yes? Yes, thank you. Okay. And then that, I would go with her back to the group. Althor! Hey. Well, have you know I've been known to drink three to four of these types of wine without even the slightest slur of speech. <laughs> <laughs> Your falcon is a... Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> tail. <laughs> I a good dwarf in, in fortitude. On three. Drink to the bottom. Aye. One. <laughs> two. Three. <laughs> okay, as you each guzzle a <laughs> bottle of wine, uh, why don't both of you make a fortitude save? This will be, if you have any bonus against poisons uh, from your dwarven heritage at all, you can mm. apply that to this. Great. Yeah, uh, Harry Plopper just starts to just drink it one down. Well. He's a child! No! <laughs> it just starts, like, filtering out of a hole in his abdomen <laughs> and splashing all over the ground in a gross mess. Like a ghost. <laughs> 15 is my total. Oh, okay. boy, I, I rolled a one. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be an eight. Oh, boy. I'm immune Whoopsie. to poison. <laughs> So, Althor, you get to the yes. bottom of the bottle uh, and, like, chuck it aside, feeling good about yourself. You know, you feel like you, you no problem. But you look over at Gwenton, who seemed to indicate that she could handle three or four without a problem, and she just immediately vomits red all <laughs> over in front of her. Uh, and she is very clearly, like, she just, like, falls back a little bit. Just, like, you could tell, like, she, she should go to bed immediately. <laughs> we had a stressful day. Uh, this is not a fair representation of what I am capable of. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like I've bested you. Perhaps you should lay down for the night. I'll grab you a pillow. 
I would like to go grab a rock. Okay. <laughs> there are lots of rocks around. You find you, eat, you find one that you would be proud to sleep on. Hey, this is a good pillar. Lift up your head, Lossie. I put it underneath your head. <laughs> I do fancy sleeping on a solid rock. Thank you. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Take the alcohol away from the child. Hey, dead boy. <laughs> yes, you. Yes, my name's Harry Plopper. And you are the boy who died. Y- yes. Hey, see if you can push me down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I made it to the end of the bottle, laddie. Go on, try and push me down. For me to shove you over? Uh, uh, I want you to try to. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. I, I mean, honestly, I the alcohol doesn't do anything to me. I'm just, just trying to be included in something. But I'm stone I'll, sober. I'll, I'll push you down. <gasps> try it. Strength check. Like, what are we? What are we? Uh, are athletics. We? <laughs> athletics. Okay. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, Althor, what is your bonus to athletics? What do you add to athletics? Five. Five. Okay. So your athletics DC is fifteen. Uh, Harry Plopper. He tries to push you, and he like takes like a barely a step back. But you know, you, you just you're not strong enough to get him down. I haven't been pushed over in years. <laughs> That one's a 16. Uh, so, wait, <laughs> as he's wait. bragging about that. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> as a rock dwarf, I get a plus two, to, it says to fortitude or reflex DC when being shoved or tripped. Does that okay, apply here no, as well? So that, uh, if this is against your fortitude DC, uh, then what, what do you add to fortitude saves? Five. Five. Uh, you get an additional plus two bonus because you're being tripped. So your DC is 17. So yes! he, still, he still can't shove you down. I love it. I didn't think so. <sighs> no, I, I'm going to keep trying until I do it, though. Okay, that one will no. do it. That's a dirty 20. <laughs> so, Pipa and Fanray, you guys finally make your way back to the camp. You see that Gwenton is, like, passed out near a, a pool of red vomit on a oh, rock. Uh, oh. You see that Harry Plopper keeps backing up and rushing Ooh. at Althor, trying to, to knock him over, and Althor is just standing there, just like, huh can't push me over. And then all of a sudden, Harry Plopper just pulls into him uh, and Althor goes stumbling back, trips over um, uh, Gwenton's prone body and lands on the other side of her on his back. Ow! (laughs) I was just laying down to go to sleep. And I'll pull up a rock and go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Pippa, I think we're on first watch. I agree. I hope we're not on watch all night because of those two idiots. <laughs> oh, and yeah, I guess Fanray's going to take a lap around the donkeys. Because sure. this is a little too much. You you guys, uh, one by one, people are falling asleep. 
you guys, uh, feeling that you're the only responsible ones in the crew, Fanray and Pipa, you make sure to do a lap around the camp and make sure everything looks okay. It does appear that the night is incredibly quiet. Perhaps all the commotion from earlier with the spells being flung about and the loud partying uh, has, has scared away any would-be creatures that are in the area. Um, it's almost impossible to wake Althor or Gwenton up as you approach uh, appropriate time for them to start a watch, so you decide, well, maybe it'll be safe enough, uh, and you all eventually go to sleep. Uh, and the rest of the night does pass uneventfully and safely. Oh, you wake the next morning without any trouble, uh, though it does look like Quentin is uh, a little worse for wear. Uh, <laughs> she does not look like she's doing very well at all. Um, however... Uh, Althor, you're no longer fatigued because you've got nice. a night's rest. Anybody who had taken damage is going to uh, heal up. Uh, natural healing is your level plus your constitution modifier. So uh, for Althor, it'll be one plus whatever your constitution modifier is, and then everybody else knows their level. I don't think um, I don't think went and took any damage. So did not. Such a scoot. Just hungover. Uh, <laughs> just hungover. Just incredibly hungover. And it looks like it's time to begin the second day of travels, which is going to take you pretty far afield. Now you'll be getting into the wilds way outside the city. Um, and as you begin, as you break down camp uh, within the first couple of hours of, of travel, you can start to actually see the mountains rising in distance. Though you know that these behemoths are still quite a ways off, and you have many, many miles to tread. So the question becomes, how are you dividing yourselves, and uh, how, can we, how can we get these checks going? Same as, same as yesterday. I thought that the second time went really, really well. So, so it, did seem to, it did seem to go pretty darn well. So how about the forward team, then, if you're all settled? Go ahead and make your check. Uh, obviously... Sam, if you want to use uh, the Falcon Ahead again, you'll make a separate nature check to see if you get that plus two bonus. And I will roll the perception check for us this time. All right. Separate nature check was a 15. Uh, that is a success. That's going to give you a, a plus two. 19 nice. on the die. Nice. Ooh. So 21 plus my five. Uh, I'm sorry. 19 plus my five is 24. And another six. So and 30. Another five and another two. So 37. So you know that um, Gwenton, who is really worse for wear, um, seems to be a little less helpful than she may otherwise have been. So Gwenton, you're only going to be able to add half of your perception bonus oh, this morning. Uh, because you spend most of the morning with your hood pulled way down over your eyes, uh, <laughs> trying not to look at the horrible bright sun, which insists on stabbing you in the in the skull. Uh, so that's going to be a total. So you had a plus six normally, so it would actually be a plus 34. three. So we're looking at 34, which is still, thanks to your companions, pretty darn good. Cool. Uh, with a 34, we are looking at... Oh, good. We are looking at a success, which means that there are no penalties or bonuses uh, as your companions begin driving the herd along. The road is very easy, um, and you pass uh, pretty near a, a an orchard of some kind. It, it looks defunct, but there are a number of trees that were very clearly at one time tended. Uh, you can see fallen fruit all over the place. You try to skirt around because you know that, that the, the fruit might be a little bit of a distraction to the donkeys. So you, you try to keep them uh, as well as you can without, without straying too far off the road. 
you try to get them, uh, try not to pass too close to this abandoned orchard. Uh, let's see how your companions do getting the donkeys passed safely. Jim Jam. Uh, yes. Would a 37 have been a critical success? I'm just for I'm afraid that I can't tell you. Okay. <laughs> oh, um, no. And are there any small little animals that I can, uh, like, a, like, you know, other, I, I need some breakfast. Ugh. Yeah, you're probably feeling pretty bad about what happened the day damage. before. Uh, if you want to forego your bonus nah. being added to the the scouting checks, you can try instead to look for the corpses of animals. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm fine. If we come across, you know, anything in the in the road, just let me know. Okay. Uh, so, how about Pipa and Fanray? You guys are are you still just shouting again? at the mules? Well, I think instead of shouting this time, if they've pointed out the orchard, uh, Fanray is going to take one of the empty bottles from the night before mm-hmm. and one of her daggers and walk in between the donkeys and the line of trees and like bang on the um, yeah, yeah. the bottle loudly to make them veer away from it. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure, sure. Uh, Pipa, anything special you want to be doing? I would uh, I would sing a song so make so she can make a rhythm to what she's saying <laughs> to them. Nice. So yeah, you sing a, her. you sing a song all about all about the consequences for for not listening to you <laughs> as you drive the mules forward, hoping that your words will scare them into submission. Uh, go ahead and make an intimidation check. You doing it? You want to do it since you're the one who's uh, sure. I'll do it. The bottle. 18 on the die plus 7 25 plus, plus 9 34 34 that plus is a bonus s- s- bottle, bottle bonus inspire <laughs> bonus. courage bonus <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Uh, you are successful however uh, the donkeys uh, it does look like like they're eyeing all this fallen fruit you can tell that they wanna they wanna go over there and just start crunching down, uh, but because because Fanray interposes herself between them and the and the the field, uh, making loud noises as as Pipa sings to them, they they move on without hey. without a hitch. You manage to pass through the first leg of your of your journey on the second day without a hitch, uh, and now. Uh, the path is beginning to rise into the hills themselves. The terrain is becoming rougher and rockier. The mules are very sure-footed, but loose rock and scree could still spell disaster. Finding the safest path is going to be very important for those on the scouting team. If you are all still sticking with the same teams, you can go ahead and make your next check. Y'all, who wants to roll it? Mm. Jessica. I'll do it. <clears throat> Good. Ooh, that's gonna be a seventeen plus nice. uh, perception. Twenty-four. Oh, well, still only half. Yes. 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 Can I have like eaten a potato and been? <laughs> I have eaten a potato. <laughs> Just one. All right. So then a dirty twenty. I tell you what, for the for the second half of your of your journey, go ahead and make another fortitude save. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve. 
Uh, yeah, no, it, this is it's it's bad. Uh, <laughs> you're just you're still feeling really crappy. So we're at a twenty so far. Uh, what okay. about uh, what about the other bonuses we're adding here? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. My, my nature check was only an eleven. Eleven. So yeah, this time, uh, yeah, you, you don't. You're, you're not really sure. The bird doesn't seem to. It seems tired of scouting all the time. It doesn't really want to, and it gets distracted, <laughs> like swooping down and hunting a rabbit, and then eats the rabbit before Harry Plopper can oh. get to it. And it's just oh, it's this whole thing. It's, uh, it's just a disaster. Uh, you get no useful information, so you're just straight up on your perception, which is so, fine. We got a dirty so funny. Dirty thirty. A dirty thirty. And thriving. I just noticed that I've got two sinks. So I'm going to drop that dirty 30 down to a 28. You got two edges. I I, I got got sinks earlier. Look, sink, two. Look at the document. It says two. I I had three. I used one. And now I have two more that I will apply to this roll. How dare you? Because I think it's funnier when you guys fail. Oh. <laughs> well, we could add our edges. Diana has It's edges. too late. This check's over. <laughs> <laughs> well. You begin making your way. Uh, and you are doing a pretty good job. Um, um, but you do find that the path is a little, it's a little tricky. It's, uh, you know, you, you get, you get uh, uh, further down the road and you realize that you may not have chosen the very, very best path. But that doesn't mean necessarily failure. You just have to trust in the sure-footedness of the herd behind you. So the movement check can begin now, but that's going to be at a minus one penalty. Okay. Diana, you want to roll it this time? Sure. Intimidation. Intimidation, yeah. yeah. I'm going to use my edge. Okay. okay. I'll use an edge as well. There we Hi. go. Oh, good thing I use that edge. Eight plus nine. Math. Seventeen. Great. Plus our two edges. Plus two edges. Nineteen. Plus 19. seven okay. for me. Twenty-six minus one. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. You're going along just fine. Everything okay. feels like the nope. donkeys are going to be cool, even though the tra- the path is a little bit tricky, but it shouldn't be an issue. Um, and then Peepa like snaps her her vines once, and one of, she accidentally hits the <gasps> mule with it, and it and it like jumps forward a little bit. And she didn't mean to hurt it, and it doesn't look like it actually got hurt. But either way, it slips on some loose scree and begins tumbling. <gasps> uh, and you can see it stops. Now it's not a terrible fall, though it's a little scraped up. But it does look like it's it's kicking on the ground. It oh, quickly gets back up to its feet uh, and it's dancing around. You realize you're gonna have to you have to get down there and help it out. There's, there's no way it's gonna sorry. keep going on its own. Uh, sorry, I'll jump down and I'll pull out like whatever carrot or bread or cheese we had found the night before okay. and try to lure it up with some food in front of it. Sure. So you leap down, uh, you try to you make, make calming noises. Uh, it doesn't look uh, at first glance too badly hurt. You're kind of hoping it's okay. Um, you can see a little bit of blood uh, definitely got scraped up, but it does look like at least it didn't break any, any bones or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, make a nature check as you try to try to calm it down. Mm-hmm. Nature, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
That's what uh, you do. That's an 11. An 11. Uh, Althor, uh, Harry Plopper, and uh, Gwen, you're looking behind you after, as you hear this commotion behind you, you can see uh, this cloud of plume of rising dust. Uh, one of the donkey, one of the mules seems to have slipped off the path and, and it looks like Fanry has jumped out. She's trying to like coax it into to being calm, but it's still like kinking and stomping and you can see it's wounded a little bit. Uh, she might need a little bit of assistance. So you see yes, that Harry, Harry Plepper goes, Oh, uh, Drake Man Root! Uh, and he casts Tanglefoot on uh, on the creature, hoping to slow it. Uh, and Or if I can get a critical success, I just cause it to be immobilized. So I would, I think that would what? be... Sure. <laughs> it's jumping around. It's all sorts of, of skittery right now. I want it to calm <laughs> down, all mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's a 17. Okay. Uh, that is a uh, success. Uh, so, Harry so Plopper casts a, a spell. Ten, and, um, minus 10 foot uh, circumstance penalty to its uh, speed. Sure. Uh, he flings this gob of magical gunk down at the panicked mule, uh, hits it, and it starts to get all gummed up, which causes it to panic even harder. Um, and even though it's like getting gummed up in the works, it's kicking and thrashing now and falls over, uh, sliding even further down the, the cliffside, uh, getting all tangled up. It can't even seem to right itself now. Uh, what do you guys do? I'm going to float down and try to soothe it. Okay, so then you it. guys see Peepa just like <gasps> leaps into the air and begins to glide. On her leaves, gently down to where this thrashing mule is. Uh, What are you doing down there? I'm going to soothe it. Okay. Uh, Are you casting the spell soothe or are you... Yes, I'm going to cast the spell soothe. Okay. uh, So how much are you healing? Because it is is quite a bit wounded. Yes. Well, I also have it as a signature spell, so I can do... uh, 2d10 plus 4. Wow. Oh, wow. Cool. So here we go. Uh, whoa, okay. 17 uh, plus... Do I add the 4 twice? Uh, no, just once. Oh, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. 21. Uh, I mean, you, the, the bleeding stops. It looks like, like in terms of, of the wounds the, the mule has sustained, uh, it, is, it is certainly back to full health but now it's just a matter of calming it down because it's still like gunked up and thrashing about wildly uh does not seem to be interested in in... can i use my nature yeah use a nature check to see if you can calm it down okay i'm gonna start singing and using nature uh use an edge so that's eight plus six eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fourteen only lasts for one round too so okay uh, 14 does pass. <gasps> it's Will DC. So oh. you approach this thing, you glide down like a leafy angel, uh, <laughs> heal its wounds, uh, and then begin like, you know, singing to it and approaching it very calmly. Uh, the, the gunk like melts away. Uh, the mule gets back up on its feet. Uh, it seems real skittish at first, but then it, it, it doesn't move away from you. Uh, as you as you get right up next to it, pat it along its flank, seems to be calm. You can lead it safely back. 
healthy and hail back to the remainder of the herd. Uh, I would like you, however, because you've had to go so far down, uh, gliding down here was easy. Climbing back up might be a little bit more difficult. Uh, The sure-footed mule has no problem just making its way up, but I would like you to make an athletics check. Nope. That's, I rolled a six minus one. Five. (laughs) I go, I need help. Yeah, you watch as, as she tries to, like, get back up, and it's clear she's having trouble. She says, I need help, and then falls forward and just slides, scraping her leaves oh. along the, the rocks I, as she I slides the, further the down. The drink man rude at her. I throw the no! drink man. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is not helping anyone, Ben. Uh, Peepa, you're going to take four points of slashing damage. Oh. Um, and you're back down at the bottom of this little gorge. Although the mule itself has made it back up to the, to the rest of the herd, and you're just That's having good. a little trouble getting up there yourself. Uh, I was down near her. Can mm-hmm. I pick her up and try to carry her to the top? Yeah, sure. Peepa, yes. would you like some help? Yes, please. And I reach out my vines to her. Yes. I'll, I'll just pick her up and carry okay. her. All uh, right. Try to climb your way back up. Did you say athletics or acrobatics? Yep. Athletics. Okay. Uh, that's a 23. Oh, uh, even with the way uh, Pipa doesn't weigh very much, so it's no problem. You know, she just rides your shoulders on up. Uh, you both rejoin uh, the, the the herd. You get to the back of them, begin driving the mules forward once again. It looks like that you guys have averted any major disasters, though Pipa's a little scraped up, unfortunately. Otherwise, doing okay. Um, you make your way further up into the hills, And as the sun is setting on the second day of your journey, um, it looks like another day is down. And you're guessing, uh, Althor, you being an avid mountaineer, you're guessing, uh, looking at the map and where you are and the progress that you've made, that you'll easily make it to the camp by noon the next day. Um, However, you will have to camp in the wilderness for one more night. Uh, There are no, no, thankfully, no nearby sounds of partying wizards. So what do you do? Hey, we'll need to just rest here. We'll be there tomorrow at noon. <coughs> yeah. hmm. Listen, Harry Plopper, don't help. <laughs> <laughs> when you get an idea, it doesn't work. If I call on you, like the schoolboy you are, I don't want to hear your name, understand? <laughs> Let me know you understand. Is this Sam trying to get back at Ben and Starfinder? Or... That's an excellent Those point. <laughs> dead eyes. What is it, Harry Plopper, the boy who died? Y- yes, when... My name's Harry Plopper, oh. and uh, I will say that the the ghost sound did help. And um, I I I don't know that the Tanglefoot was a bad idea. Um, it it just didn't work quite as well as I thought it would. The thing that helped was Fanry leaping like a majestic one, tackling it down. 
And then Peepa saved the day this time, didn't she? Oh, ah. <sighs> All right, let's move on. We should probably get some watches going. Uh, yes. So, uh, yeah, if you guys are going to set up watches, let me know what the order will be as you set up camp for the evening. Uh, during a full night of rest, I'll take uh, Harry. Harry will take either the first or the last. Harry will go in the second. Uh, considering I've been basically resting this whole time, uh, <laughs> I'll go ahead and do first as well. Okay. As a bard, Jim, is yeah. there a specific watch that I shouldn't do? Yes. Uh, I mean, honestly, it just means that you guys might end up leaving a little bit later in the morning. It's it's really not that big of a deal. If you guys, uh, if you guys get a good night's sleep, uh, you might have to stay like an extra two hours instead of leaving at the first crack of dawn. But by all estimates, uh, that'll still put you on track to arrive at noon the next day. It won't be a big deal. Okay. I will bear the burden and keep watch with Harry Plopper. <laughs> Who should I go on watch with? Why don't you take watch with Quentin? Mm. Okay. So it would be you two first, then yeah. me, and then Althor and Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <clears throat> so the rest of you sort of set up a camp. You you eat, uh, you rest. Gwenton and Pipa, you decide that you guys are going to sit up first and make sure that you, you know, keeping watch over the mules, keeping watch over your companions. And in the first couple of hours of the night, uh, as the sun sets below the mountains and things get very, very dark, uh, are you guys setting a fire? I wasn't uh, just curious. Are you guys, mm, are you guys yeah. making a fire? Are you keeping Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Keeping it fire. All right. So mm-hmm. you got to fire up uh, <laughs> to keep warm and so that uh, those of you who don't have dark vision will be able to see. Um, a couple of hours pass, and I would like each of you oh. to make a perception check. Ooh. 14. 18. 20, 22. 13. Uh, Pipa, what did you say yours was? 18. 18. Pipa, you are sitting there. Um, thinking about what happened today and despite everything, I mean, at least you got to, to glide, which is always fun. Like that's a, that's a, that's a unique and fun experience. Um, and you start to hear a sound. It sounds a lot like Harry Plopper. Uh, you think that maybe he's like mumbling in his sleep or something, or uh, I don't know. You look over though and he's just lying there, but then you hear this sound again, like this, just low grumblings. It's it, again. It's just like you keep thinking like it's a. It's the sound Harry Plopper keeps making all the time when he's when he's you know moving along. Mm-hmm. We do. Um, is it just uh, Quentin and I awake? Yeah, you guys sleeping? are the only ones awake at this point. Okay. It's 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 been only maybe two hours. So so you're about to get to the point where you're thinking about waking up somebody else so you can go to sleep when you hear this this noise. At first, you think it's got to be Harry Plopper, but then you're looking around and like I don't know maybe. Do you hear that? I thought that Harry Plopper was just making weird noises because, you know, he's a weird body, but look, he's not even doing it. You're right. I thought it was him at first as well. Do you see anything? Uh, can I use my dark vision to try and see? Yeah, sure. Make a make another perception check. You stand cool. up, start looking about the camp. 
another perception check. Ooh, uh, 16. 16. Um, you are looking out into the wilderness, and it's a little bit tricky because you're near the fire with the light. You can normally, it's pretty easy to see in the dark, but uh, but when, when you have that sort of that, that space between the dark and the light, things get a little bit tricky, but you're pretty sure as you're looking, coming down the path from higher up the mountain, you see, looks like maybe three or four figures making their way towards the camp. And at first, you think that there's just some people maybe coming down even from the camp itself. You don't know why they would be out so late. Maybe something's gone wrong. But they're moving really slowly and purposefully. And again, you can't help but think of Harry Plopper. And then all of a sudden, all four figures break into a run and come screaming (gasps) down towards the camp. And you realize Uh that you are under attack Literal undead feasters of flesh <laughs> so scary. are descending upon you now. Uh, I'm going to have uh, everybody roll initiative. Mm. Though it should be noted that Harry Plopper, Althor, and Fanray are still asleepy. Uh-oh. All right. Mm. Can I wake them up first? Uh, nope, not uh, first. All right. <laughs> Even if we're asleep, try. we're rolling with perception, correct? Uh, yes, you'll still roll with perception. Thank you. 19 is my total. 19 is my total. Nice. Well, I'll have uh, Gwenton go first, and she's <laughs> actually awake right now. Then Althor. I had a dirty 20. Dirty 20 for Fan Ray. Peepa? 25. Well, Peepa's initiatives are always just flabbergastingly huge. Right? <laughs> Thanks. Harry Plopper? A wizardly 14. What? A wizardly 14. That's good. What is a wizardly 14? It's what all of the uh, initiative checks are for Harry ah. Plopper. They are wizardly. I see. Wizardly checks. Uh, so if you're, uh, since you're using perception as your uh, initiatives, those of you who actually beat these creatures' initiatives would have noticed the sounds of their of their of their approach. So those of you, uh, basically all of you, rolled above their initiative. So all of you will notice and start your turn awake. Though if you were sleeping, you're obviously prone on the ground. However, before anybody does anything, it is Peepa up first because oh. she is uh, scary good um, in initiatives. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, well, I would I would try and wake everyone up. Wake okay. up! Wake up! Um, you see stirring then, around you. And then, um, oh, what am I going to do? Uh, what am I going to do? <laughs> uh, do? Do they look like they're going to... Yeah, they're running towards us. What am I talking about? What can yeah, I throw? You, you basically... Do you have dark vision? No, I have low light. Okay, so it's actually difficult for you to see. Like, just at the edge of the firelight, you Uh see it looks like humanoid figures, and they're rushing the camp, but you can't really make out much detail at all. Okay. Is there anything I can throw around me? Uh, Oh, yeah, there's lots of rocks and stuff if you're looking for... uh, Right, rock shower. I telekinetically use, uh, pick up some rocks and chuck it towards where I can see figures running towards us. Okay, so since you have low light vision and it is full dark right now, they are hidden to you, so you do need to make a flat check to see if you can target them. 
So before you do anything, make a flat uh, make a flat check. Just tell me what you get on the die. Sixteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, you managed to pinpoint them just enough to target them. So go ahead and uh, are you just using your teleconnect projectile? Yes. Or is it, okay. Yes. One uh, Okay. Sweet. Uh, Fourteen plus nine. Uh, that is 23, which is going to knock one of these creatures right in the skull. Go ahead and roll a critical hit. Nice. Oh, man. So 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. So the, it's 10 points of damage. Do I double that? You roll the damage die twice. Oh, okay. So 10 and uh, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 points of damage. Wow. Jeez, yeah. I mean, this rock just... Right, and it actually like crushes into the eye socket of this oncoming humanoid creature, uh, and it, the rock just like stays there, and its head is uh, all like lulled uh, to the side now, weighed down by this <laughs> rock. Um, it is still coming, but you—that was a good hit. Okay, uh, and that was two actions. Okay, I uh, sing. A, I sing. Okay, you begin singing, giving everybody a plus one bonus to attack damage and saving throws. Next up is Fanray. You were peacefully asleep. Something is coming. You know that it's bad. You are you are jolted out of your sleep. The hair is in the back of your neck, standing on end. What do you do? Uh, would it be a move action for me to see these creatures at the edge of the firelight? It would be or a like seek action. See- okay. So yeah, one action to, to try to pinpoint where they are. Uh, do I need to roll perception, or is I just find them to seek them? I mean, I, I would I would think that because you were just sleeping, uh, a seek action would be in order. So go ahead and roll a perception check. Okie dokie. That is a dirty twenty. Dirty twenty, yeah. So you you hear the sounds of of oncoming enemies. You look, you see these rushing people you see this rock go sailing through the air and just like dig into one of their skulls uh but they are still rushing at the camp and you can tell that this is not good uh what do you do uh i (laughs) i'm going to draw a dagger okay and even just sitting on the ground i'm going to try to throw one of my daggers at the nearest of them okay so you are currently prone um, and you do need, you're going to need to make a flat check because I don't think you have dark vision either, right? Low light, yeah. Yeah, low light. So you'll need to make a flat check just to target them because they're still still at the edge. You can you can see where they are, but they're they're just hazy figures at this point. So flat check to target okay. one, uh, and then they're they're about thirty feet away. So I don't know what the range on your thrown weapons. Oh, I think it's only ten feet. Okay, so that's going to be some some penalties for range increments. So there are two range increments out if it's ten feet. So that's going to be a total of minus four. Okay. Uh, after when you when you end up do th- when you do throw, it'll be a minus four. I'll okay. say another minus two for being prone while you're throwing because that's an awkward it's an, it's awkward to throw while you're laying down. So I did say I sat up to look. Well, that would so have been an action, I- which would have been seek, sit up, draw a dagger, no throw. Fine, I'm lying down. <laughs> okay. All right. uh, what is this flat check? check? Flat check first. Uh, that is a 10. 10. Uh, 10, I mean, you, you zero in on this thing, and luckily you have low light vision, so you're able to see them a little bit better than if you had nothing. Uh, so that is going to be passed. You're going to go ahead and get to make your check. Uh, so go ahead and throw it a minus six. 
Minus six. Alrighty. Oh boy. Uh, that is a total of 14. 14. You people and your ridiculousness, uh, you somehow managed to just groggy eye, like wiping sleep from your eyes. Don't even sit up. You just like flick a dagger out. Into the- <laughs> nice. And somehow hit this creature. Go ahead and roll damage. Jim, technically that was a surprise attack because they haven't acted. So I get to use my sneak attack. Ooh. Uh, is that so? Yeah, <laughs> because they're flat-footed to me right now. Uh, no, they actually don't have that particular mechanic. Um, if you are hidden to them by some mechanic, then we would say that uh, they would be flat-footed to you, but unless unless the text of your ability specifically says that they're flat-footed if they haven't acted. Uh, surprise attack says if they haven't acted, they're flat-footed okay. to me. So that, because of, so yes. Then it does count. Normally, uh, you don't, uh, not acting doesn't automatically make you flat-footed like in 1E, but because your character is just total BS, you get to add it. <laughs> and now, hold on. I'm not the one that killed your favorite NPC. Oh, Nathan. You're wrong. You're extra damage. Uh, all right. That is going to be six points of damage total. Six my points. One. Seven. Yeah, did you add the plus one for okay? Nice. So uh, this creature's got like a rock like weighing down its head, and then this <laughs> dagger just comes flipping end over end and flunk right into its chest, and it's still coming. Oh. But it does look like it is stumbling quite a bit. Uh certainly doesn't have much to give as we move on to Gwenton's turn. But speaking of fan ray, let me just point out that Burrow 224 has become the Bitbox Battle Boss and has given fan ray. The hero. Thank you. Thank you. is great. Thanks. Uh, How close are they? Did you say? They're they're still about 30 feet out when when everybody seems to be alerted to their presence and starts reacting around you. You were on watch, so you're up on your feet. Right. Uh, Unfortunately, why don't you go ahead and make another fortitude save? Let's see if the third part of your day is as bad as the first two parts of your day. Listen, oh, by no. now, I'm ready to drink again. <laughs> uh, oh, that's going to be a math. 22. Oh. Okay, yeah. You're fine, my now. You've, you've, uh, you've shaken off the worst of the of your, your mistakes from the previous day. So you're, you're fine. <laughs> shaken off your mistakes. Um, <laughs> so how much movement am I allowed to use on a single turn? Uh, a single move action. You should have a speed listed somewhere on your uh-huh. on your character sheet, and that speed will tell you how many feet you can take with one with one action. Great. So if I were to run forward and then throw darts, is that am I allowed to do that all in this situation? Theoretically. Right now? So if you uh, if you run up, uh, how many feet can you move? Twenty. Twenty. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you could get to within ten feet of them with one okay. action. Then okay. you pull a dart out of your pocket as okay. an action, then okay. you throw it as your third action, and then you're good. Okay. Woo! Then I'm going to do that. <laughs> okay. So you run up, draw a dart, and flick it at this creature. There's one that looks like it's been peppered with rocks and daggers already, then the others that haven't been harmed. Who's your target? I'm going to go the ones that have not been harmed yet. Okay, cool. And you have dark vision as a dwarf, yes? Yes. yes okay. Then you don't have to worry about any concealment because you can see just fine. How nice. Okay. How nice. So, ooh, that's going to be 19 on the die plus the range dart. So that's going to be 24. Plus one. Plus one. 
25. 25 is a critical hit. Yeah. Bye bye. So you roll, roll damage twice and tell okay. me what you get. Wow. Look at all this math. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's gonna be eight on the die, uh, times two plus six. So eight times two is 16 plus six is 24 plus one. Your dart does how much damage? (laughs) Well, it says crit one D four times two plus six. Yeah. So you roll, you roll the D, but what that means is that you roll. So normally you roll one D four for a dart. Right. But when you crit, you just roll, you roll the damage twice. So you rolled 2d4. Got it! Eight. <laughs> Plus one, nine. Gotcha. That makes a lot more say, sense that for a dart. dart. <laughs> that was, that was, the, <laughs> that was the, the mightiest dart I've ever <laughs> seen. That's like a ballista shot. Did you multiply both dart. and roll 2d8? Is yeah, he said roll twice, so I did the math for twice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm learning a lot of things. Very uh, it's all good. Hey, don't worry about it. Now, now you know. Now you know how critical hits work. It's because I'm hungover. Um, <laughs> that was all three of your actions, Gwenton. So we move to Althor. You okay. wake up with a start. You can, again, your your instincts kick in. You know that you're under attack. What do you do? Uh, I will spend one action to stand up. Okay, you stand up. Uh, I will spend the other action. We don't have stuff out, right? So I'll take out my shield. Okay. Uh, and Shields in your third, hand. Third action will be to raise the shield. All right, you raise your shield up, looking around, you know that danger's coming, so you set your defenses. Uh, um, and Harry's. Harry Plopper. <laughs> uh, so Harry's looking around, and he sees that, that Fan Ram Peepa can't really see that well. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. he's lying lying down, and he just goes, um, uh, Patrono expectus! And uh, and lights burst forth, and they start floating around uh, as he creates dancing lights. Okay. So, Is that uh, the spell there's, Lumos? There's uh, no. Expecto Palumos, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Patrono Expectus. <laughs> no, that makes an animal. No. That's what it is. You're talking to the Harry Potter person. Listen, I'm telling you that from the first time. Yeah, Jim, that's Potter, what happens. Play Those your are my two actions. And for my third action, I will don't. repeat that I don't get one. And so I lay there. Okay. Uh, light uh, appears over the campsite. If you were making oh flat checks before to target these creatures in the dark, you no longer have to worry about that uh, because the area is lit up thanks to Harry Plopper. However, Unfortunately, it is these creatures' turns. Uh, you note, uh, Gwenton, that you're the only one who rushed forward. All yep. your companions like stayed oh, behind wow. you, yep. uh, which which comes to you in a sudden rush of panic as these four shambling humanoids with this weird slit. They look like people, but their eyes are like sunken, and they have this weird slit uh, in their chin. And it becomes very apparent just what that is as the one that has a rock lodged in its head and a dagger in its chest rushes towards you and this slit opens almost like a weird jaw and this tendril comes snaking out of it and Uh tries to pierce your flesh uh, with its first attack. I'm sinking. Yeah, I have sinks. Can I I sunk, Jim Jam? Yeah, how many sinks am I apply into this before we get into the totals? They're all going to do this to her, so I'm going to save mine. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to save mine, too. I'm saving Four. mine, too. Four. Four sinks? Okay. I don't, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid. Four sinks. So, my total on the attack is 22. Oh. Minus four for the sinks is 18. Does 18 beat your AC? Yes. Oh. Nice. So, this weird spiky tendril tongue just lances right into your shoulder. Oh. You feel it pierce your flesh and sink in. You're going to take uh, four points of piercing damage. Owie. You and then this creature like grabs onto your shoulders and you see this tendril like pumping Uh-oh. as it feeds <gasps> on your blood. <gasps> um, no, no, no. You note that the, suddenly the rock that was lodged in its head just like falls out as some of the bone and <gasps> flesh reforms, oh. pushes the, the rock out. Uh, and you, my friend, are drained one. Just okay. so you're aware of what drained is going to do to you. Um you take a status penalty on any constitution-based checks, such oh as my. fortitude saves. So if you have to okay. make it a fortitude save, it's a minus one. And you lose a number of hit points equal to your level uh, okay. times the drain. So you just lose a you lose one maximum hit point and one current hit point. So you actually take a point of damage. Got and it. your maximum hit points is one less than normal. Uh, as it just like slurps your blood, uh, healing itself, draining you. Awful, awful thing. But it had to get up to you, uh, attack you, and then feeding on your blood was another action. So that is all three of its actions. The other of these creatures <laughs> actually rush past you, uh, not stopping to gang up on you. Thank uh, God. One of them rushes up to one of the mules uh, and tries to do something no. very similar to what it did to Gwenton. It tries to lash out with its tongue. Really? Um, sink, sink. Okay, oh, we're sinking it. I'll sink it too. All right, so how many total sinks am I applying? Two, right? Me. Yeah, one for me. But two. All right. So this thing uh, lashes out at the mule. Um, got a minus two. Its total is a dirty 20. Minus mm. two is 18. Unfortunately, the mules have an AC of 14. So oh. it's still going to get its, its uh, tendrils in this mule. Um... The mule takes some damage. You're not sure how, but how much, but you can hear it screaming in pain. Uh, unfortunately, uh, no, one move to get up to it, one move to attack it, and then it's going to drain blood as well. Uh, so this is the one that got hit with the dart, and it's going to drain blood, healing itself and draining the mule. Oh, I have an idea for you, Jim. These mules... Uh, should have a reaction. What's that? A kick. Kick. Mules should have mm. a kick. You got a kick. Mules should have Just a kick. Saying. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll tell you what I will do because I actually do have the stats for the mule. They use, uh, according to the 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 rule book, they use the stats of a pony. So if I'm turning oh. I love. I'll actually go ahead. Uh, they do their reaction is buck and the buck reaction is a dc 15 blah 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 what does it do doesn't tell me what it does why what does the buck reaction do why doesn't it tell me that's dumb that it doesn't tell me i will figure that out in a moment um but either way it does have a reaction and i'll let you guys know if that is going to apply either way i'm going to resolve these other two zombie creatures as they come rushing into the camp one of them is going to rush Althor, Althor, you've got your shield raised, luckily. 
So this is again smartly. That is that is a natty one on the attack. Oh. It comes stumbling into the camp. Um uh, and it trips over Harry Plopper, who's still prone on the ground, comes stumbling forward, almost falls into you. Uh, you sort of push it back with your shield, and it doesn't doesn't even come close to getting you. Uh, and it's actually going to lose its third action as a result of its critical failure. And the fourth of these creatures is going to come in and attack Fanray. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Fanray. Who's still on the ground, I believe. Mm. I am on the ground. One sink. (laughs) So you are flat-footed, Fanray, just so Ah. you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it comes in at you. And instead of trying to spear you with its tongue, it just comes down and tries to bludgeon you with its fist. Its total is a 17. And you're flat-footed, but I also have a sink, so it's a 16. And flat-footed only takes me down two, correct? Minus two on your AC. You're not going to do it, Jim. Not going to do it, so it tries to rush in at you, but you are successful in dodging out of the way, blocking its incoming fist. No problem. That is all four of my creatures taking us to the top of the next round with Peepa up first. Okay. Um, so I just saw this fan ray and Sam has one in front of him, correct? Do I can I see uh Gwenton getting attacked by that one? Uh oh yeah, yeah, you see you can see that now, especially because uh Harry Plopper has provided enough light that you can pretty clearly see the battlefield now. Am I able to use my telekinetic maneuver to uh <laughs> trip it? You absolutely are able to use your telekinetic maneuver to trip. Okay, that's two actions. So I'm going to cast the spell and try and trip this. Uh, okay, I believe you make a you make a spell check against my DC. Okay, here we go. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen against his athletic DC is not quite going to do it. You try to get it tripped, but you just can't quite. Uh, it's a little faster than you expected. Like you were thinking, maybe these would be slow undead abominations, much like Harry yeah. Plopper. But these actually seem to be moving incredibly fast, uh, and and they're a little bit harder to trip than you thought they'd be. All right, and then my last action, I'll just continue my song. Continues inspiring courage. The song, inspiring courage to everybody around you. Fan Ray, what do you do? Uh, oh, I'm gonna stand up. Jim. Okay. Sure. <laughs> and draw my rapier and dagger. Yep. Uh, and there's one directly in front of me, so I'd like to pokey it with the sharp end of my rapier. Poke, poke, poke. All right. Uh, ooh, that's a 19 on the die for a 24. Uh, that's a crit. <laughs> really? Yeah. Cool. Uh, so this creature will now be flat footed to me until the end of my next turn because I have unbalancing blow. Mm. Fancy. All right. Deadly D8. Cool. All right. Oh, poop. <laughs> That's a one. And my one, too. Uh, one doubled. <laughs> so two, five, six points for my crit. Six point. Hey, you know what? It's damage. You you stab this thing right in the chest. Uh, but then you you leave yourself a great opening for your follow up. Unfortunately, I believe you've used all your actions. Yeah, that's it. So we move on to Gwenton. Okay. So uh, this this tongue 
is is yep. is all up in my biz, right? Oh yeah. Um, I <laughs> that was a weird thing to say. Uh, I would like to pull my clan dagger and yeah. try to slice this tongue off with all right. my dagger. You pull the gla- the clan dagger and take a take a slash at it. Go ahead and roll. And, and I attack. would like to say, by the goddess of Shellen. <laughs> Uh, okay, that's gonna be. Mm-mm. Where's my dagger? There it is. Uh, eighteen. Plus eighteen one. is a hit. Yay! Nice. Plus one, nineteen. <laughs> nineteen also, is also is, a hit. Don't I get a negative one because of the drain? So wouldn't it still just be? Uh, that won't affect your attack rolls. That only okay, affects things like fortitude saves. Okay, got it. So nineteen. Nineteen is it? Yeah. Goodbye. Please <laughs> turn now. Goodbye. Oh God, where's my? There it is. I'm doing math. I'm so sorry. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be uh, six points of damage. Plus six one. points of damage. Seven. Is pretty good. Seven points of damage is even better. And you note that its flesh seems to part particularly well under the slashing impact of your dagger, giving you an additional two points of damage, bringing your total to nine points of damage, and you actually manage to slice not just through this slashing tongue, but right deep into its neck as well. Uh, Its neck, like, flops back. Its head flops back like a Pez dispenser, and this thing just starts bleeding. But you realize, like, it's not bleeding its own blood. It's just bleeding your blood that it just drank uh-huh. uh, as it falls down to the ground and is dead. I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was only two actions. One, you drew your weapon, you attacked, you do have one more action left. Can I run away? <laughs> sure, you can run back towards the camp where everybody is, or you could run into the night where there are no creatures and no No, 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 no. I want to go back to where the rest of the group is. <laughs> Okay, uh, you know, you could go over by the mules where you can see there's another of these creatures like feeding on one of your, your mules or your companions are also facing off one of these, some of these creatures. So do you want to go back towards your companions or towards where the mules are? Oh, companions. All right, so you go to help your companions, leaving the mules to die a horrible death. Without Whoa, any, all uh, right. <laughs> we have our priorities, right? <laughs> it is Althor's turn. Uh, how far away is the, uh, little creature hitting on the mule? Uh, you could get there with a single, a single movement. You have 20 feet of movement? Uh, yeah, I want to stay for, I'm going to cast a spell on it. Okay, yeah, sure. It's only maybe 25, 20, 20 feet away, so. Cool, and then it, I'm going to use electric arc. So is there another one that is also within 30 feet of me? Uh, within 30 feet? Is that the distance? Yes. Yes, then actually, the one you could, if you wanted to, actually cast electric arc on the one that is directly in front of you and arc it to the creature. Ah, the mule one. That mule. sounds great. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, okay, so uh, I will do that. Okay. So we'll use electric arc. And Dana, you've been doing such a good job of reminding us you're the perfect bard. Oh, yeah. Hey. So awesome plus one from Dana. So well, I believe that electric arc is a is not an attack. I believe it's a reflex save on my part. Oh. Well, if you succeed, you can get the plus one for damage. Nice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Then yes, I'm casting electric arc. My spell DC is fifteen. Thir- is what? Fifteen. Sixteen. Okay. Uh, it. Or since we're we're adding bonuses all over the place, I'll go ahead and use one of my <laughs> edges. To give myself a little plus one on this reflex save as I try to dodge out of the way of this horrible electricity. 
Uh, plus one is uh, exactly 16. No. Oh. However, on a success, you still deal half damage. So okay. you still roll damage, and I'll just take half. Four. Okay. One. Plus one for Diana. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then plus two for my modifier. So four total. Four points of damage. Um, and then I take half of that. Yep. So I take two points of damage. Still, hey, it's damage. Yeah. And is it, do I need to roll anything to make it arc to the other one? Or uh, no, no, no. The other creature is just going to roll its save. Cool. I did have two edges, so I'll go ahead and throw an edge on this one oh, as well. No. Uh, 15 on the die, so it's going to make, it's going to be another success, but not a critical success, so you can go ahead and roll damage, and I'll take half of that. You got it. Hey, I rolled a four. So seven. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, nice. Half damage would be four points of damage because we was round up for for halvesies. So, all right. Uh, it gets blasted the by the arc of, the of electricity. Uh, <laughs> and then with my last action, I would love to command my sweet falcon, Bobbly. Okay. Uh, what do you command your sweet falcon to do? Uh, it has, so it gains, <laughs> if I understand correctly, it gains two actions. Yes. So I would love it to use its special advanced maneuver, the flyby attack. Okay. To uh, peck at the one at the mule, and then use the rest of its movement to fly back up into the sky. Nice. All right. So go ahead and have it roll its attack. You got it. It is a 13 on the die, plus 6 is 19 plus 1 for our sweet bard. Yes. Uh, Dirty 20. Yay! The falcon is successful. Nice. Its damage is a d4. (laughs) Nice. Plus 2. 3. Plus 2 is 5. Plus 1 is 6. All right. So this thing gets jolted with some electricity, and then the falcon swoops in and starts clawing at it before swooping back up into the sky safely. Uh, An excellent turn from Alphor. Can Harry Plopper match that level of heroism? So you said this one in front of Althor is uh, tripped over me to get to Althor. Yeah. Uh, So right next to me. Sure, yeah. On the ground. Uh Uh, So Harry uh, looks up and he just goes, Ah! And, uh... Oh. Not gonna do it. No. I rolled a natural two on the die. So, uh, that's a total of, uh, nine. Which I doubt total is going to hit their AC. That is not gonna hit their AC, but luckily, it's also not a critical failure. Thank so you. So, you're... Oh. Uh, what spell did you cast? Oh, Shocking Grasp, which would have killed grasp. me. Grasp. Which would have killed me. <laughs> You uh, you reach out, uh, but you are unable to grab onto this creature. And after that, it is my turn. So the one that just got jolted right in front of Althor is going to try to to lash him again. This time, this time, uh, just using its fists, it's going to come in and just try to batter the shield down. Jim, uh, Jim, uh, did the donkeys ever? Did we ever figure out what they do? They, the they buck can, is if you try they, their reaction is buck, which if you try to command uh, while riding the creature, or if you try to mount it, it gets uh, an automatic attempt to throw you off. 
Ah, okay. It doesn't have a reaction to kick. So, Althor, uh, this creature comes in, just tries to just raw force batter, batter you to the ground. Uh, that is going to be 19 to hit. My AC is 16. Uh, so that is going to get you. Uh, as it bludgeons you for eight points of damage. Oh, um, no. Then it, it it saw this movement down near its feet, so it just tries to, like, stomp <laughs> on Harry Plotter <laughs> with its second <laughs> attack. Uh, I think even, even prone. You know, I, I gotta reroll this, because it's a bad attack. It's a three on the die. Even you prone, I'm not gonna be able to get Harry Plotter. <laughs> Uh, it's only a six total because it's its second attack for the round. So ah, wonderful. it's not going to do it. It's not going to do it. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and use my hero point to try to get rid of the On true me? villain of our show. On me? Yeah. I'm heroically trying to stomp on you. One of them. One of them. Um, that is a total. That is a total of eight. Yeah, that's not going to do it. <laughs> that's not going to get you. So it tries to just like stomp down on Harry Plopper, who Even rolls out of the way. And uh, with its third action, I mean, I might as well go crit, crit hunting. It is going to try to lash out. It, its jaw splits open oh. as it tries to feed on Althor. So here comes oh, the, the third no, attack at the no. worst bonus. Uh, yeah, with a, it's going to be a total of 10. So it's not going to be able to get you as it just furiously tries to to attack. Uh, the creature that is over by the mule is going to just start beating on the mule, trying to bring it down. Dang it! This Act is my fault. One comes in, and that is a that is a twenty five to hit, which is a critical hit. No! Bulls have an AC of 14, so a 25 is critical. Oh, oh this thing might be oh. in big trouble. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's bad. 11 plus 6, 17 points of damage. Ooh. Mules have 16 hit points each, no, and this thing that? is already drained. This thing, it just, like, tears this mule apart. It goes down screaming. That's my hit dead. for later. You've lost, you've lost one of the pack. And that was this creature's first action, so its second action, it just moves on to the next target, mindlessly feeding on creatures around it. Uh, it moves to its next target uh, and takes another attack. Oh, uh. Uh, with a 14 on the die, plus its second attack bonus, is going to be another hit on the mule. Not a critical, but the second mule also is going to take some damage uh, as it's just getting pummeled. You realize, as you guys can hear the screaming of the panicking animals, you realize that it's not just the danger to yourselves that is going to be a problem here. You may lose your cargo. Uh, but Fanray has bigger concerns because there's a creature right in front of her that is going to go ahead and try to feed on her now that it's taken some damage. Fanray against your AC, that is going to be 21. Oh, yeah. All right, so it digs this piercing tendril into your skin. The first thing that happens is you're going to take six points of piercing damage. For its second action, it's just going to drain some of your blood. You're drained one and this creature regains some of its health. Ugh, it's so gross. Uh, 
that is all three of my remaining creatures because the the first one was actually killed thanks to Gwenton. And we move on to the next round. Peepa, what do you do? How many mules are there? Do we know? There were a total of ten, and now there are nine. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, Well, I'd rather... I hate to say it, so I'm going to say Fanray first. I'm going to try my telekinetic maneuver on uh, um, the one that's on Fanray. Okay. Trying to trip it to the ground. Yes. I'll roll my thing. Oh, come on. Nine plus six is another 15. (laughs) 15, not quite going to do it. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, Fanray, does the flat-footed condition only apply to you? Uh, yes. Okay, so it's only, so yes, so 15 is going to be unsuccessful, unfortunately. Oh, and I'll just sing again in frustration. Singing in frustration, y'all can hear the note of anger in her, in the chords, as, as you fight desperately. Fan raid is your action next. Cool. I have out both my dagger and my rapier, and I'm going to use my twin faint. Okie dokie. Sounds uh, bad. Going in with... <laughs> Uh, my dagger first dagger coming in first <laughs> probably not gonna do it that's a 13 well, plus, one. Uh, plus one 14, 14. These creatures, flat-footed. yeah these creatures aren't very hit, hard to hit and, and flat footed so yeah that is actually gonna be a success oh sweet uh, okie dokie that is one point of damage plus one plus one <laughs> Two points of damage. Hey, two points of damage. <laughs> it helps. Uh, but then my second attack with uh, my rapier, it is still flat-footed. That is going to be a 14 as well. That'll be a success. 15. Yay. Okay. Success. Now the, uh, the dagger, uh, is it versatile? Yes. Uh, are you are you stabbing? No, or cutting, swiping. I'm swiping, swiping away. Them. Okay. So uh, you're gonna do some slashing damage. Go ahead and roll. Okay, and because it's flat footed, I get sneak attack. Yes. Mm. Oh my goodness. Okay, ten points of damage. Plus Ten one. points of damage plus eleven. Its Eleven points of damage plus its weakness <laughs> to slashing. Thirteen points of damage. Yes. A serious blow. Yes. Now, just out of curiosity, did you add sneak attack damage to the rapier? Because it should have been flat. It was flat-footed to you on the rapier attack. On the first one, the dagger. I did yeah. not. Can I roll that sneak attack? Yeah, you should. You should. You should roll your sneak attack for both attacks. Okay. Uh, the sneak attack for the first attack would only be one point. One point. Okay. One. So still, hey. One point of damage is one point of damage, as people always reminds us. Uh, This creature is still up, but you have severely, like, you're just slicing it to shreds. Um, And I believe that's two actions. That was two actions, yeah. I have a third. I guess I could go ahead and just swipe at it again. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I might as well get rid of it. uh, And the dagger is agile, so if you're using the dagger to swipe with it again, uh, you'll get a reduced penalty. Yeah, so only minus eight on this, correct? Yes. Okay, with the dagger. (laughs) I am going to use my hero point. Ah. Because that was a four, and I want a better chance than Mm. that. Yeah. 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 
okay, a little bit better. Um, well, probably not going to do it with the ten though. No, not quite. Yeah, uh, you're you're closer than you would think. But uh, well, did you add Peepa's plus one? Yeah, eleven. <laughs> eleven, because this creature is flat-footed, is a hit. <laughs> Yay! Oh, I'm going to give you the biggest smooch on all of your <laughs> leaves after this. <laughs> Uh, cool, and it's still flat-footed to me until the yeah. end of this turn. Yeah. So, all right, looking a lot better. That is seven, eight. Yes. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven points of damage. Jeez. Okay. So, so fan ray just turns on the blender, stabbing, <laughs> slashing, just whirling around like a like a, a, a tornado of flashing steel in the firelight. And this creature just just falls apart underneath the, the fusillade of blows. Uh, it, it cannot possibly withstand the full might of Fanray nice. now that it's flat-footed. <laughs> Bad news for it. There's only two more of these creatures left. The question is... Will any more of the mules suffer a horrible oh. twisted fate? Oh, no. Gwenton. Gwenton, it is your turn. There is uh-huh. one mule. There's, there's one of these creatures that is, that is just trying to chow down on Alfor, but then another one of these is over by the mules just, just going ham on them over there. What do you do? It's very, very difficult. Okay. Um, which one is further away? Uh, you had gone towards your friends. That's right. So okay. the mules are actually further away. Okay. I, uh, I want to see if I can like do two things at once. Um, kind of, sort of. Um, I want to dagger at this one that's attacking Althor first. So okay. I want to know if I can, uh, do the same thing I did earlier by slashing off the, <laughs> the tongue. Sure. <laughs> You want okay. to try to hack it to pieces. That's a noble I, goal. You know, I really do. That would be great. Oh, that's a 19 on the die. Uh, 24. That's one. 24. 25. 25 is a critical hit. <laughs> great. So since I was standing right here, I have two more things I can do, right? That's correct. Great. I want to run over to the other one that's going after the mules and do the same thing. Sure. Why don't we resolve the damage against the one that you just hit? Oh, I got so, super excited. <laughs> <laughs> I crit. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Six. It's going to be six points of damage. Plus one. Seven. Nice. Seven points of damage plus two because it's slashing damage oh, and it has a weakness yeah. to slashing. Bye-bye. So it definitely, I mean, you take a huge chunk out of this creature. Mm, uh, like delicious. part of its arm just sloughs off and falls to the ground. Uh, and then you take off. You're like, don't worry. I'm sure Althor's got it from here. Take off towards the mules. I would like uh, to a... grab Althor's shoulder and just give him an eye to eye. Just one of those got you, got you moments. And then run over to the other one. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. So she cuts, she cuts this creature looks you deep in the eyes, says, got you, and runs away. <laughs> and you're looking at this thing that is still very much alive and trying to kill you. <laughs> uh, I'm and she rushes a little pompous, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> uh, you can make another attack. Uh, you're using a dagger, which is an agile weapon. So there should be 
there should be three numbers listed. This should be like plus whatever for your first attack. Mm, mm, and then there should be mm-hmm. a slash with a plus a oh, lower uh-huh. number. Yes. Yeah. That lower number, that middle number is is what you're going to use now because this is the second attack for the round. I see. So okay. it's, a, it. it's at a slight penalty, but there you go. You can definitely make your next attack. Understandable. Okay. Ooh, uh, 18 plus Pipa. 19. 19 is a regular success. Uh, so not a critical hit, but a success. You managed okay. to slash this creature. Go ahead and roll the damage. Mm-hmm. It's going to be four points of damage. Plus one, Pipa. Four, five points of damage. Five plus two for its weakness. Seven points of damage. This creature... Teetering on the brink of death, but mm. still mm. on its feet. Dang it! As we move on to Althor's turn. <gasps> All righty. <laughs> These things don't have any metal on them, right? Why? No, they are not. They're just wearing regular clothes. <laughs> you can try to take some. <laughs> full force of the mountain's thunder. And I will cast Shocking Grasp on the one right in front of me. All right. How dare you? Make a spell attack. <laughs> I rolled an 18. Plus, plus one. Five plus one is 24. That's a critical hit. Yes. Nice. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Bye. So it should it should saying. list what the critical effect is on the description of the spell. Like it should tell you what hit, happens. The initial damage is doubled. So 4d12. <gasps> yeah. oh! 4d12 points of damage. Wow. As a level one? Yeah. Holy when you critically crap. handle the spell, this bad news. Holy <laughs> Should crap. kill the other one, too. 25 yeah. plus one. What was that? 25 <laughs> plus one. Yeah, you just incinerate oh this creature in front of you. God. Just grab oh onto gosh. it and unleash the full <laughs> power of the mountain thunder the mountain. into its chest and it, it's, it's, <laughs> its rib cage just awesome. explodes uh, in Ew. front of you. Wow. <laughs> uh, and with my last action, I would like to command my sweet, wonderful falcon, Bobbly. Who, might I add, is a peregrine falcon, which just lives in the mountain. Ooh! Obviously. Uh, obviously. peregrine falcons. So it will do a flyby attack again, coming down to do okay. town sweeps and then going back up in the safety of the sky. Make that attack. Oh, no. I rolled a three. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to hero this. Yes. Bobby yes. is a hero. He- All right. Here comes the, the re-roll. Here comes the re-roll. 17. Plus one. Ooh. Plus one is 18 plus six is 24. Yes. Yes. That is... Another critical hit. Yes! <laughs> oh, man. Bobby's so good. <laughs> You're just mad you couldn't get yours off. <laughs> I got a pair, he's got a peregrine Ooh. falcon in his jacket. Uh, 11 points of damage. Plus one. Uh, plus one. Plus one. 12, thank 12 you. 12 points of damage. And this thing already almost uh, on the brink of death. It looks like it's about to lunge in at Gwenton and try mm-hmm. to feed on her blood to save itself. But then this peregrine falcon comes in, swoops in, scratching at its eyes, pecking at it, uh, and it just falls over on top Ooh. of Gwenton. You shove it to the side. It lands thump on the ground and doesn't move. Mm-hmm. There's I a moment of silence. It. And then all you realize that the danger is past. There are no more enemies, no more threats around you. But you have lost one of the mules. Not a disaster. It could have been worse. 
Uh, yeah, and he—you just see that Harry kind of like gets up and he's kind of—he's kind of breathing really hard, and uh, you know he's—he's he's been lying down this entire time, so he's like kind of looking around sheepishly <laughs> at the rest of you. Mm. Mm. Uh, uh, good. Just wanted to apologize for the loss of that mule. I feel entirely responsible. I should have gone and saved it, but instead I came towards you all and I... This is my fault. And Gwenton wants to walk over to the dead mule and uh, whisper a prayer over it. Oh, Sure. As Harry. He's eating it. <laughs> Harry's, yeah, Harry's just hand. shoveling its innards into his mouth as, oh. you're, as you're weeping over it. So nasty. <laughs> Uh, Fanry's gonna stow her weapons and she does walk over to Peepa and just like picks her up and swoops around and kisses her all over the head. Indeed, she inspired quite a lot of courage in that battle. It did seem that there was a lot, there was a lot to be gained from Mm -hmm. the Bard's song this time. Mm -hmm. And then I hug Fanray and then I, and then I whispered her, I'm glad you're alive from that one time that happened to you. You know, I have you to thank for that, I think. Uh, but I'm glad I'm here, too. And then I hand her one of my favorite flowers behind my ear, and I go, this is for you. I know you gave me mine back, but this one is for you. Thank you. And she'll tuck it, like, in her little side pouch on her belt. I'm honored <laughs> to witness such a sweet deed. <laughs> Okay, you truly, Sorry. You truly inspired us all, Pipa. I won't forget it shortly. Oh, well, it's my pleasure, and I'm glad we all made it safely. What, Harry? Can't uh, hear my you. My name's Harry <laughs> Plopper. Um, I just wanted to apologize for um the um everything that was happening, and I um. I was, you know, I just woke up and I was just in such a Hufflepuff. I, I, I couldn't do anything. Well, it all worked out fine. Probably because you, you weren't trying to help. And it occurs to me that your mic is actually too loud. Could you go ahead and just unplug that real quick and and How maybe walk out of the room? How dare you? <laughs> uh, uh, does anyone need some healing? And I also need to heal that mule. Uh, thank the you. Mule, I can like. Even at just first glance, the mule is beyond healing. The no, mule the has, other one. Uh, so there was, was another there one. Another? Yeah, you said it was. Get, didn't you say another one got bit? Stop uh, it, Harry. Yes, there was. Uh, there is actually one that got wounded. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You are correct. So does I would look at the the group first and ask if anyone needs healing first. I am I'm weakened as well, but I I have a little bit of healing in myself. As do I. I can take care of myself. Thank you very much. Fanray, if you've got anything to spare, I would take it. Okay, I'll heal Fanray, and then I'll walk over to Mule after I'm done. Okay. Certain my abilities are not as great as yours. <sighs> there had been some talks of checks on the creatures themselves. Are you guys doing anything? Uh, giving them a good once-over, trying to figure out what's going on? Yes. Okay. 
Can people hear what? me better now? Fan rate 21. 21? Yeah, because I, I have a height. It's heightened. And then I think so, Ben. Cool. I'm going to walk over to the mule and uh, I'm going to sit down and use my medicine kit and see what's up. Okay. Jim, what kind of check would it be on these creatures? <gasps> oh, I rolled why I die. Uh oh. I heard I heard a, an intake of breath. Uh, so as you're looking over the the bodies, I'll actually just give you some some information outright. One, obviously, these the you, the flesh is very pale. Eyes are sunken and glazed. They do appear to be like men, though, like four undead human men. They are covered in fresh dirt, and they are wearing simple like. Honestly, you think they might have come from the mining town. Like, they're wearing, uh, like, overalls and, like, work clothes. Um, it, it, you, you're wondering if maybe something might have happened. Because um, by all accounts, these, these may have been miners, at least before whatever happened to them happened. Uh, however, if you're looking for any more in-depth information as to what may have happened... Specifically, we're looking at, uh, why did that go away? Where's the thing? I believe it is occultism. Hmm, I have that. I have a Oh no, sorry, religion, religion, my bad. Ooh. I have a plus one. I can have a plus six on that. Sure. Uh, 19. 19, Okay. Uh, you're going over this, uh, you know, again, clear signs of undeath. But, like, if you were to compare this to Harry, he's not a zombie precisely. They were moving too fast. The way they fed on blood, there's something else going on here. You can't quite put your finger on it. You're not sure exactly what it is that was animating these creatures, but it doesn't have the same flavor as that, uh, uh, you know, like risen, zombified dead. You're you're wondering if perhaps it wasn't even necromancy that brought them back into whatever state they're currently in. There's something really wrong with them, and you can't oh, quite. You just don't recognize it. I relay that information to the party. It's more to vote. It's everyone. It's more to vote. Well, even as Harry Plopper is saying that, you realize that, like, Moldavor, like, again, like, you you just don't get the sense of that that traditional necromancy magic at work here. Like, something else is, something else brought these things from the grave. It wasn't, it wasn't. Something else, it's something darker. Plopper. Can I I try? Sorry. You can, if you've got a religion. I have a cultism. Can I use my cultism, or? No, a cultism wouldn't work here. Yeah. Okay. Can I heal the mule? Uh, did you, I believe you rolled a check a moment ago to do just that. I rolled a natural 20. So you I just do a natural normal. 20. Uh, so yeah, that will be a critical success. So 4d8 points back to the mule. And I can tell you that it only took four points of damage. So your minimum <laughs> amount of healing would automatically right. like patch up its wounds. Okay. You can roll it if you just want to feel really good about what you did. Oh, I like but, that. But you automatically bring it up to full health. Yay! <laughs> Four, eight, nine. 
10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 points of healing, Mr. Mule. Yeah. Oh, no. It's uh, that is that is the most well bandaged mule uh, <laughs> in the history of muledom. Uh, if you were drained from the fight, uh, that condition continues unless you've been healed. So if you received healing from Pipa, then you're fine again. But if you've not been healed through any source, then you are still drained. May I take my elixir of life? You may. You may indeed. Cool. I'm going to drink it. Okay. Uh, You'll get the hit points back and remove the drained condition. Thank you. I was going to cast an aura of heal. Taking three turns to do the 30-foot emanation with heal spell. Why are... Am I, what are these reactions? <laughs> oh, I said, ooh. I said, ooh. How much do you heal for, Sam? Oh, oh shit, I'm gonna yes. Kill him. Let's I'm going to kill him. Heal. I do it. I, did, I already said I'm doing it. <gasps> oh, sure. you, did, you did just eat. Yeah, you Harry. eat. How much do you heal for, if Sam? If I kill you. So, is- yeah, there is a burst <laughs> of positive energy as oh. as Althor just stands up in the middle of, ca- of the camp is like, I will heal everyone. <laughs> and there's this long... Uh, um, 13. Harry Plopper, you, you do get to make a fortitude save. Oh, God. To resist the effects of this positive energy. <laughs> Natural 20. Wow. Oh, Thank goodness. Critical success, you take no points of damage no. as you steal yourself uh, and, and like force your life force to remain with your body. Lame. Man. (laughs) Lame. Oh, man. It's a good try. Everyone seems fine. Because of of my weakness to positive healing, you would have just killed me, Sam. Yep. Oh, no, no, no. Once you were alarmed, I realized what was happening. <laughs> but uh, it seemed like everyone was fine by that heal, so my character would think that I should just do it again next time. So we'll see. Mm. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> All right. Well, no one has anything to say. Nope. <laughs> it's time for bed. Hey, a good thought, Lassie. Um, so since myself and... Quentin did the first watch. Can someone else take over? Um, I yeah, you would, you would have proceeded on then from that point. Uh, you guys had, I believe, Fanray up next. Mm-hmm. So, so the rest of you sort of settle down to bed. Fanray, you take watch. Um, a few hours pass uneventfully. The rest of the night sort of passes uneventfully. You all awaken in the morning. Uh, apparently, the only threat in the area were these undead miners. Uh, you awaken the next morning and uh, break camp and can move on, if you choose, to the camp, to the mining camp. Before we go, do these miners have anything on them or was it just kind of just stripped away? It didn't look like they had any possessions. Um, The the pockets were empty. Uh, All they were wearing was their clothes. Um, It does look like uh, people with, with, I mean, I, even at a cursory glance, trained in medicine as you are, uh, you could tell that they probably hadn't been dead for very long uh, before they reanimated as these things. So maybe someone close by did this. So we should be really careful. Agreed. That's good advice. 
if they're coming from the mountains, they might be a strong target. You and your mountains. Aye, they're our mountains. Hmm. <laughs> Don't we all draw power from their glory? <laughs> so what are the watches? <laughs> Oh. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> well, yeah, no, this, this is this is all this is all the next yeah. morning as you guys oh, are getting it. ready Just to kidding. move on. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> are you still you, hungover? Althor starts talking about the mountains. And Gwen just lies back down. <laughs> She's given up. <laughs> oh, oh man. Well, shall we proceed? Yes. Yes. Oh. Sure. Yes. So you begin to move on. Uh, the rest of your journey is actually fairly easy and uneventful. Uh, the only real threats this close to the mining camp were those creatures that you defeated in the middle of the night. You've now done it. You've arrived at the Tupper mining camp. You see a number of men carrying tools, wearing lamp helmets and dirty jumpsuits, moving in and out of several large caves riddling the mountainside. Your arrival is noticed almost immediately, and some of the miners shout for someone named Furlough. Before long, a middle-aged man with deep creases in his face is standing before you, looking over the mules you brought with a critical eye. Well, I mean, okay, but uh, I believe there were supposed to be ten coming in, and I'm counting nine. I know how to do that much, at least. Is there... something happened? You fell. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, actually it was an accident, and I take blame for it, and I'm truly sorry, and I no. can just... No, people, no, this was not your fault. This was entirely, entirely on me. I had the opportunity to save that mule, and I, and I didn't do it. Uh, no, it's the one I slapped in the flank by accident and scared it with my bites. It wouldn't happen to have been that, that, that was a blue kind of hairless mountain lion was it oh yes it was that it was that one yeah he, he was scary yeah we had we lost a couple of our own to something like that not too long ago four guys had, the reason we needed fresh mules in the first place is because we had some kind of some kind of mountain predator coming after after our herd and got a couple of them a couple of the guys went out tried to drive this some creature off. I, I didn't see it myself, but they said it was this this blue hairless mountain lion thing, and it just it tore into them. And they were fine for a little bit after that. Uh, they got some scratches and bites, but they drove this thing off. And then they got sick, and well, they passed away. Unfortunately, it's, it's real sad news. And but apparently, that thing's still out there, huh? That's that's terrible. That's terrible. We're gonna have to. Maybe we have to pull out another contract with HEI to go hunt that thing down because well, we, we just we just can't have something like that roaming around. Cannot have it. No. It's about this time that Harry Plopper rejoins the rest of the group because he's shambled. <laughs> if work okay. needs to be done in the mountains, Althor <laughs> would take the cause. <laughs> Uh, does this blue mountain lion? Do we recognize that type Make of? A, this time, let's see. Ba, 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 what is the check to recognize this potential thing? 
this would be uh, an occultism check. Yeah, this time great. for sure. If you've got occultism as, yes. as this is being described to you, you can try to make a check. 19. Okay. Oh, 11. Okay. I only have mountain lore. Mm. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. I actually have herbalism also, but... (laughs) But, like, things that grow... Herbs that grow on the mountain, of course. That's right. Mountain (laughs) herbs. Mountain herbs. (laughs) I have lake lore because I've been thrown in the lake so many times. Oh, my God. Yeah, you guys... He's describing this creature. You None of you have ever heard of anything like this before. No idea. But would we put... Yeah, with the nineteen, I'm telling you, you don't you don't have any idea what he's talking about. You've never heard of such a thing. But I mean, it sounds like, at least to Jamie the player, would Fanray understand that the men we fought last night were the victims that he's talking about? Yeah. I, I think that if, if any reasonable person could try to to, to connect those two events, and uh, okay. yeah, there were you were attacked by four undead creatures. He specifically said four guys got sick and died, like you, you think that very well likely could be a connection there. Okay. Uh, ha, ha. <laughs> I, I do think, uh, since we have fulfilled our part of the contract, uh, we should head back to HEI if everything is good with you in the contract uh, and definitely reach out uh, about that blue mountain lion creature. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to have to pull out another contract. Uh, this, this, this here dwarf might get his wish coming out here and taking care of business out here on the mountain. That might be something necessary. Uh, yeah, I mean, the contract, you guys fulfilled your end of the bargain, obviously. You know, the cost of the mules coming out of our, our payment, but, you know, hey, whatever. This happens. We still, we have enough to operate on. Uh, you, you still brought a majority of the herd up here, so so thank you for that. Uh, you know, there was one other thing. Uh, would you mind if we send some stuff back with you? See, we've been uh, in the mines. We we found these incredible, like, just let me show you. I mean, these things are amazing. We think they might be kind of valuable, and, you know, we thought it might be good to have HEI check it out, see what, what exactly it is that we found here, and, you know, honestly, because we kind of found it on our own, we were thinking we could partner up with HEI and maybe keep Tupper out of it. You know, the Tupper the mining company pays us to to bring in uh, mithracite from the from the shafts, and this ain't mithracite, so I don't see any reason they should be involved in the deal. If you get what I'm saying. Well, before we give you an answer, I'm sure we could take a look at it. Oh yeah, come on over, come look at what I got. Uh, he takes you actually to uh, one of the nearby buildings. And when you get in there, your eyes go wide because you see maybe a a dozen large, glassy green crystals that are just like sitting whole in this in this building. And he's like, look at these things. I don't know what this stuff is, but it is not mithracite. And uh, it doesn't even we've had guys try to just like, I mean, you know, mithracite gives off magic aura. This doesn't. In fact, it's like it's like it absorbs magic. This stuff could be hugely valuable. So, look, if you guys would be willing to get this into HEI, hush, hush, identify it, 
maybe we could uh, start an operation harvesting this and uh, really, really make a good deal here. What do you guys think? One moment. <laughs> like, I'll gather everybody away from this man so we mm-hmm. can discuss before. Sure. Um, so do we take this back to HEI? There a knowledge check that we can roll on said stone? Uh, sure. If you've got mountain lore. Ah! <laughs> Look at that excited face. <laughs> please be a nat 20. Please be a nat 20. <laughs> oh, I rolled a six. Uh, a six. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Nope. Uh, Diana and Jess. Wait, yeah, y'all both still have hero points. Hold on. Why? No, yeah, I don't have was... a hero point. Oh, you I don't? do. Okay. Yeah, I never used mine. Can I give it I to don't. him? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can yeah, have I it. I have not used your hero point. Reroll, Sam. Reroll. <laughs> you got it. Oh, I do have a hero point. I thought I had a mercy. Okay, well, if you fail that one, I'll give you mine. 14 on the die. It's pretty decent. Okay. My total is 19. 19. You, my friend, are looking at a very valuable metal. It is actually not, despite its glassy, crystalline appearance, it is actually a sky metal. There is no qual. And this stuff is incredibly valuable. And if you could actually harvest more of this, you they could be sitting on a, well, not a gold mine, but a no qual mine, but something very, very valuable. Like, this, this could be a, a game changer, especially if you could somehow convince HEI that you guys helped discover it and could get a huger cut of the profits, I mean, this could be, this could, this could change everything. This is of the most importance. <laughs> the severity of this is great. It's a sky metal. Whoa. I hush, hush now. I've heard of these sky metals. <laughs> uh, you're a dwarf. Of course you have. <laughs> <laughs> But I've never seen one before. Is it safe to transport? Ah, uh, we just we've got to be careful because a lot of people would want their grubby hands on it. I think we should do it. Would it be smarter to take a small sample instead of these larger pieces for them? Just to show them we've they have found this, tell them what it is, and then if they want to send someone else out to take care of it, they can. You have right. a point. The 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 brightest and the best should work on this contract. Mm. So we'll regroup without Harry. <laughs> well said, Lassie. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his stupid little face there. <laughs> All right. Um, Althor, I think you should answer them. Harry, what? Hello, my name's Harry Plopper, and that was very mean. <laughs> That's all you had to say. Oh, Wow. If you're going to spend all your time defending your honor, then I don't know what you're doing here, because a hero doesn't need to defend it with words. <laughs> yes. Let's get this contract going. So, yeah. What you, so what do you guys do? 
Yeah, I, uh, Althor, I think you should take the lead on this one. All right. So we go back. Okay. We'll do it. Excellent. You know what? I'll actually hook you guys up with a wagon on the way back. We'll, uh, we'll load up some of the stuff. You can take it right back to your headquarters, figure out what it is that we're dealing with and what kind of, uh, you know, deal we can get for bringing the stuff up. We'll, we'll mine it. You guys can sell it. I think this could be quite lucrative. I think so too. Okay. Uh, true to their word, they load up a wagon with a couple of these large crystals uh, and uh, bid you farewell, allowing you, uh, after uh, paying you, of course, for, for your services, the initial contract was for 50 gold scales, 50 gold pieces. Uh, however, since you lost one of the mules, uh, they take eight gold scales out uh, from the total, leaving you with a total of 42 to split amongst each other. Uh, still a pretty good haul for three days of work, uh, plus the value of whatever it is that you're hauling, this, this no quality, this sky metal, uh, these huge chunks of it, almost as big as Harry Plopper himself. I mean, these, if, if they're, they've found deposits that are just massive, uh, and you get about half a dozen of them loaded up into the wagon and head back into the city, uh, certain that you will be hailed as heroes for not only completing your contract, but for finding a valuable source of material for HEI to exploit in the future. But those tales are tales for another time because we have come to the end of our adventure tonight. Uh, congratulations on your success, uh, but we have come to the end of it for the evening. Still, still didn't manage to get rid of Harry Plopper. He somehow yeah. still continues. Almost. We almost so got close. him. We all worked together and almost got him. But <laughs> Sam almost got me. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll do it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you said this medal was about the size as Harry Plopper, so that could just be the fifth party member for whatever. <laughs> 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 oh, goodness. Next Friday, we'll be back with our, our finale of Heroic Endeavors before a short hi- uh, hi- hiatus. And uh, I will say that next week on Friday, we're actually going to feature a guest appearance from a Dragons and Things Vantum cast. And I won't reveal just which character has come back, but you will see an original Dragons and Things Vantum character next Friday on Heroic Endeavors before our Is it Preston? I could plan out some bully I can't tell you. I can't reveal that right now. It's a secret. We it's a secret know. character. We don't know. Oh. All right, that's it. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>